Oi, you lot, you listen to Garage Hammer. Episode 127. On tonight's episode, the fat manling says goodbye to his co-host, Chris Yu, as he does his last regular episode. Except, of course, when the fat manling talks him to coming in for infinity or the other things that he can weasel him into. He's such an easy touch, he talks him into anything. <laughs> Shut it! I'm listening to me show! Welcome to the garage, you tools. For the next three hours or thereabouts, we're going to do the best we can to keep you informed, entertained, and have a laugh or two along the way, bringing you the end times, the best of times. I'm Chris Yu. And I'm the one who knocks one last time. There we go. Very nice. Oh, here we are. Here we are, episode 127. 127, over three years you stuck with it. It's been that long? Yes. Episode 52. Wow, that's an age ago. Seriously, an you came age in of Sigmar ago. <laughs> you came in episode fifty-two, just sort of part-time hanging out to help yeah, out, yeah. and then I, I kind of twisted your arm and you agreed to stay on. Right. And here it was three years later. I, I still remember, you're like, oh, you know what? I'll give it a try for a couple of episodes, see how I think about. It. <laughs> at, about at about the six month, I was like, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to do this. I'm like, <laughs> <Right>. okay. <laughs> and then I'm like, well, what would what 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 would we do different would make you want to stay? And so we've made a few changes along sure, the way. Yeah. And actually, it's made the show better. Uh, but uh, at this point now, here we are. It's yes. kind of exciting. It is kind of exciting. I, I don't know what the future holds for Garage Hammer and, and Age of Sigmar, but uh, it, it should be exciting. It's an exciting time for the show, for sure. Yeah. No, I'm I'm actually enjoying what we're doing here, and uh, I'm going to have a bunch of guest hosts until I find someone who yeah. wants to be the guest host and... Mesh as well. I've Good had a fit, lot of sure. people volunteer to come on as guests, so it's not like I'm going to be short of guests. And then once sure. I find a good fit, then that's what we'll do. And like I said, dude, we're going to be playing Infinity League and stuff like that. Sure, There'll games, be side episodes. Et do you know I've got a, I got I had a couple of people just send me emails being like, "Listen, why don't you just make Infinity your main thing, or or make it a uh, generalized cast, and just skip that Age of Sigmar stuff because you know, screw that game, you know." That way, maybe Chris will stay, and I'm like, dude, no, he's he's doing his thing. He'll right. be on for those things, and we'll talk about them. Sure, I mean, there will be sure. episodes. Plus, mark your calendars, folks. October 10th, Saturday, Unique Gifts and Games. I will be there when they open at 11 a.m. We'll be doing a show from there. Um, we're going to have Infinity. We're going to have some of the guys from the uh. Chicago uh, the Chicago um, Kings of War yeah, group yeah, yeah. that usually play down at Games Plus, mm-hmm. uh, and that Grotesworth Games or whatever it's called, they're going to come up okay. and they're going to do some demos of Kings of War. Oh, nice. Uh, if you guys come up, we'll be playing Infinity. Sure. I'll be playing a little AOS. That's going to um, be a packed house. I'm hoping so. I mean, and basically, if you listen to the show and you can get out to Unique Gifts and Games in Gray's Lake uh, on October 10th, I will be there from probably pretty much the time they open until the time they close. Okay. And, um, that should be a fun time. I would love to have you come out there and jump on and say hi and I, play yeah, some games. I can and certainly stop by. Uh, I'll have to check with the calendar and my wife and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, yeah, that's why sure. I'm announcing it now. We, we, Kathleen right. and I figured out a date, and it's a Saturday, so there's no Friday Night Magic. Right. And uh, she's like, yeah, if you come out and record, we can get a bunch of guys to come out here and play nice. games. I nice. think it'll be a lot of fun. Cool. That'll be awesome. Yeah, so... Speaking of unique gifts and games, we should probably, Chris, one last time, would you help me thank the sponsors? <coughs> yes. As always, we need to thank, thank uh, the sponsors. Thank <laughs> As always, we need to take a moment to thank our sponsors. You, well, that's your part. No, that's your part. Oh, my. Do you, have you forgotten? <laughs> I have. I, okay. Unique, <laughs> unique gifts and games located well, I tell in. You what, why, don't I, here, why don't you take my part once, and okay. I'll take your part. So here, okay. let me have that. 
We're going to thank our sponsors, Unique Gifts and G- Games in Grays Lake, Illinois. Mears Miniatures. And how's that spelled, Chris? M-I-E-R-C-E. Miniatures. Mantic Games. Building better armies with ranks and flanks. And Battle Foam. Protecting your army. That's tough to do. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I never, I underestimated <laughs> your abilities there. To belt that out, you yeah, know. yeah. And when you yeah, belt a little it bit out, more diaphragm. Yeah, when you belt that out for a good forty-five seconds, like when I got yelled at from people. That's, uh, <laughs> right. Well, you've been doing it for one hundred and twenty-six episodes, <laughs> <laughs> almost. Oh boy, 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 oh boy. Speaking of which, don't forget, folks, if you were listening to the. Um, if you listened to the Gen Con episode with Romeo from Battle Foam, uh, we are giving away a starter set for um, Wild West Exodus. Oh, nice, dude! Hundred five dollar starter kit. That's Outlaws. A hot game. Yeah, it's a ni- it's cool. Lots of nice. It's, uh, I think there's something like twenty six models in the box. I think very cool. Uh, you got the Outlaws and the Lawmen. You got the dice, the tokens, the rule book, everything yeah. you need to play. So how can you win this fatal starter set? Well, if you listen to the episode. We tell you how to win, and there's a contest thread. Uh, we're also going to um, – he gave me some extra stuff that for the uh, end of the year for the um, painting competition. Yeah. Uh, he gave us some they've, – they've published some fiction. Oh, nice. And uh, Craig Gallant. right up your alley. Well, it's uh, Craig Gallant from D6 Generation. Okay. Wrote two of them, and C.L. Werner, who wrote the Thankful uh, oh, trilogy. Oh, nice. Uh, he, they wrote those, and so I've got those for the end of the year. Good credentials. Speaking of the uh, – 2015 hobby commitment painting challenge. Um, people have been asking about it because, well, <laughs> everything we set up, the rules went right, right out the window. Right. So basically, if you're curious or if you're in it, dude, just check check the forum. Uh, I did post under the rules thread what we're going to do, but basically here's what it is. Just finish painting your army. Right. We used to say you had to have it based. Now that the bases are changed, <laughs> if you don't base it or if That's I don't okay. care, paint your army. If you've changed it from points to battle scrolls, if you've decided I'm not going to paint this army because they've come out with these new the uh, Stormcast Eternals, right? And you want to paint Stormcast Eternals, just get, get something get something painted. Get something done every yeah. month, you know. I mean, because we already set up that you could either do a whole new army or you could do the middle relief where you just sure. added armies. So if you want to change it up and paint, you know, the stuff, the new stuff, just paint. The situation is fluid, right? Exactly. Yeah. As long as you turn something in every month, I'm going to count it, and then at the end of the year, whoever's turned in something every month, like we said, qualifies. is qualified for the prizes. Um, some of the prizes include some stuff from Battle Foam, uh, the books. Uh, I know we're going to have a, a couple of Garage Hammer shirts. Yep. Um, Dungeon Saga, the okay. new, the game from Mantic. It's sort it's a dungeon crawler. Okay. It's sort of like a Warhammer Quest type thing. Oh, sort cool. of like uh, you know Descent that type of thing. Right. It's got some narrative stuff play to it where you your characters can build up experience cool. and grow. That sounds like fun. Um, they they're giving us those to give away. Okay. So we had a bunch of prizes. So just keep painting. Right. <laughs> yeah, keep painting and good things will happen. Exactly. So having said that, that's about it. Now um, we did have a voicemail. That I we need to play now. If someone wanted to leave a voicemail, it's one seven five seven. I think I think you know the number, Chris. G H show six. That's right, one seven five seven G H show six. Call now. Uh, no, don't call now. Uh, listen to the show. But yeah, but, uh, it, but if you're international, zero zero one seven five seven G H show six. That's for most countries. Uh, check your local country's international calling rules. But um, we did get a cool call here and. Um, 
today, and for folks who don't know, Chris and I are doing a live game. We got a table set up with uh, what is it? Four, eight. Lots of terrain. We have sixteen pieces of terrain on I've the board. I've never seen a Warhammer table with this much terrain on it. It's, it's oh, kind of cool. It, you know what? And with the exception of the one piece I made, actually, no, that is a Warhammer piece. Even though I painted it up for Gen Con, this is all GW, all GW terrain. Yeah. We got four forests. We got the realm gates. We got the other new stuff. We've got the. Uh, the Astromancer's Tower, whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, GW Pure. Yeah. Oh, it's it's pretty nice. And my daughter came down and saw the one really, the one painted, uh, the, the Wizard's painted Tower yeah. thing. And she's like, Dad, this looks nice. And she was pointing. She's like, ooh, look, a glow from the fire. She was like all impressed. Like, so she's uh, like all excited and actually got me kind of going because I think with all the terrain needed, I think that I can yeah. sit down and a lot of this stuff is just paint it and dry brush it sure, with the right. stone. So I think I might I might crank some of this out. Did for, you paint that building? It's actually pretty impressive. I painted that Very building. Very nice. It's not quite finished, but it's not bad either. She's like, oh, look, Dad, you painted all the little skulls, and you painted all the little metal pieces on the door yeah, handles. Yeah, the glow from the lantern, the little object source lighting. I tried Very a little nice. OSL. Yeah, look Very at that. Nice. So we did get... Um, we got two calls. I'm going to save one probably for the end of the show because our good friends from um, from Texas, mm. you know, Mark Cox and the oh, uh, Hango yeah. Heroes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they uh, they called in drunk singing again. Some David Allen Co. Okay. So we're going to just save that. At, just toss that in at the end because right. you know a little treat. Great googly moogly and and Google Voice trans Google Translate. Totally got it wrong. So when I read it, I had no idea. In fact, there are blank like there's like letters with the stars. Like the Google oh. Google Translate thought they were swearing. Oh, <laughs> and it's not. They weren't. But I looked at this. And I'm like, what kind of message is this? And I clicked on it, and then there's just all these drunk guys screaming in the phone, singing David Allen Coe. So we'll save that for later. I'm looking forward to that. Um, we got a guy who called in. Uh, David from Anchorage, Alaska. He's called in several times before, yep, yep. and um, I kind of like this mail. It's a little bit long, but he's basically given his Age of Sigmar ideas. Okay, um, and I, I, hey, he's enthusiastic about it. So let's hear what he has to say. Absolutely. Hello, this is David from Anchorage, Alaska. Um, I was listening to the second half of your show, and you know, it occurred to me that the GW representative really did answer the question of how do we balance the game. Um, in and of itself, saying we're not going to tell you is a pretty darn good answer. It makes sense for the overall uh, quality of the game. The game is based around people having fun and playing with each other. So if you ask him, how do you balance it, and I thought it was brilliant, his answer, which is, uh, if they tell us, that'll be the word of law. That From that, we can pretty much figure out that they intend for us to come up with things that work for us and our friends. That's the answer. We need to sit down and figure out how's a way to have a fun game. Figure it out. Do it with your friends and figure out what works. He mentioned a couple ideas that I actually assumed was the original intention before I read the rules, which is the overall wound count. That seems like a very simple way to solve the problem. And if it doesn't quite balance out, modify your armies a little bit. Add a little bit more on one side than the other. And, I mean, while you're at it, that helps you get to scenario games because, ultimately, when it comes down to it, in real life, armies aren't balanced when they go to war. And while it might not help with the tournament scene, I have played games in 40K with my friends where I have way the hell more points in orcs than he does in space marines, and they have to defend this one point. And if they can hold me off for X amount of turns, they win. Or, 
sometimes we've played to see how many turns can he hold off the wave after wave of orcs. He tries to beat his own high best score. Um, and I, you know, that type of thing really helped us explore the narrative gameplay. It helped us explore, develop, and use army lists that we would have never considered. Like having, uh, jetpack orc boys on instant spawn reloop. If the squad gets blown up or completely destroyed, they instantly come back in. And him dealing with orcs just screaming across the board at him. Um, so I guess, you know, it's a long-winded way of saying, I hope they don't tell us how we're supposed to balance the game. Because um, it sure seems like they've developed a really neat way to let us play and just have fun. And ultimately, I think that's what they want. They're not trying to develop a system for tournaments. They're not trying to develop a system for anything other than just to have fun. And I like that. Uh, that's my uh, extra, more like 25 cents. Thank you. Thanks for the message, David. Uh, yeah, I think that's a good point. Uh, it really, the game is its own thing. It doesn't abide by any rules uh you know, any governed by tournaments or, you know, semblance of fairness. It does its own take on it, right? Right. And I think what that's what you're going to see it boiling down to. Now, I am ha- I'm hoping, I mean, you're seeing people putting together one-day tournaments. In fact, as we're recording, um, that Clash of Clash of Swords, I think, in yeah. England, Mo, that guy Mo is running yeah, the yeah. tournament. That's the AOS tournament. He's got some comp set up. I've read his comp system. I kind of like it. How many people in that tournament? Do we know? Uh, I th- think Forty. Oh, that's a pretty good number. Yeah, um, but I hope they get it to work. I think this can be a lot of fun. I know if you listen to Helen Ham, I mean, some people are really super positive, like over the top positive. Right. Some people are the exact opposite. Sure. They, it's they very hate polarizing. It. Yeah. Right now, um, I'm kind of in the middle, and I have been told by at least one friend to poop or get off the pot with this game. Quit mm-hmm. playing with the box set with Harrison and pull out a real army and see how we can make it work. Okay. But I'm kind of, you know, I'm, I'm, I think. I am gonna are, play. Are you taking it slow? Is that your approach? Well, you know what? You don't want to jump the gun with your opinion, or, or what's the deal? I, well, a lot of people have been playing and having some trouble, you know, finding that balance. I see so that a lot on Twitter. I'm just sort of holding off. Like I said, I saw that comp that Mo put together, and outside of the no summoning whatsoever rules mm-hmm. that he put in there, because that's where it really goes out of whack. Okay. Um, Harrison and I read it, and we kind of like it. So we are going to be playing some games using that. To try to get to semblance of balance. Is it the case where right now it's just too early to say either way because GW is still they're going to be putting out new units and, and new rules? Out, well, okay, it, we'll get to this a little later too. We'll talk about it afterwards. But they put out that second book, the Quest for Galmaraz. Yeah. Um, the the Sylvia the Sylvaneth, which is basically all the tree spirits from the Wood Elves. Okay. They're in that one again. Uh, basically everything that came out in Glotkin and in um, Archeon, mm-hmm. like the those Blood Reavers and all those oh, things, right. they're all in this book. Like okay. everything that they came out with for End Times, the Skaven are in that book. So they basically everything they've already put out is 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 being you know implemented, and they're coming out with a lot more stuff. So I'm kind of excited. Like, there's new things coming out. Harrison really likes this. His friends are enjoying it. Um, you know, it is uh, exciting in that, you know, back in the days of 8th, whenever they'd FAQ a single thing or mm-hmm. a new army book would come out, I mean, that changed the landscape for everybody. You right. Know? Right now, ev- there's so much new stuff that's going to be coming out. You right. Know, all the stuff that you just described and, you know, new terrain and new units. Uh, so the game is going to be changing a lot. Right. And um, like I said, I'm... I know I'm playing just with the box set and it's not there's no you know there's only three guys in the whole game that can shoot and there's no real wizards in this right so I'm not getting the full picture but I'm having fun in fact I'm to the point where I'm looking at 
Well, I did buy those Putrid Blight Kings to make my Man of Intrigue, so I've got about four of those. I could probably put those together and throw them in with this. Uh, You can mix in a few things. Harrison has been sort of saving his money. He wants to get a set of archers for the Stormcast Eternals because he really likes the Stormcast Eternals. Okay. Um, And he joined the game club at school. He's a a freshman, started last week, and I was telling you, he goes in the game club and he's looking around and there's two a senior and a junior who were playing Warhammer. They brought their right. high elves that's, and, that's their, cool. and their ogres and they were playing and he, so he's like, "Dad, these guys play." I actually told them cuz they usually go to Red Top Plaza to play yeah, at yeah. at, G, at uh, local GW the local GW store. GW yeah. store and I said, "You know, we're going to be at UGG on the 10th." Yeah. And they're like, "Can we come?" I'm like, "Dude, yeah, show up. There's going to be a lot of people there." Do they listen to the show? No, I, I, they didn't. They've never heard of it. Huh. And, I mean, but whatever, who cares? Well, I bet that's untapped, you know. High school players who are, there. yeah, and they're like, and they're like, well, we were playing before Nathan, we loved it, and the, the high elf guys, like, I lost all my always strikes first stuff, so that kind of sucks. And the ogre guys, like, my army rules. Yeah, ogres <laughs> are the new that, hotness, yeah. I guess, right? But they're like all excited. They're sort of enjoying the game, and they're sort of in that same mode where they're like, it's so different. Yeah, it's really exciting. New and fresh, right? And you can knock off a game. With a few units quickly now, right. you know, if you sort of bring some stuff, and they're 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 sort of in the same boat I'm in with this excitement that they, they never know what to expect when they sit down to play. Like sometimes the games go really lopsided, right, really right. fast, but then they're just like, okay, that kind of sucked. Let's not do that again. Right, right. It's got kind of that naive innocence where yeah. you, they don't know what to expect. Yeah, you and I, we're you know, we've been playing this game for years, and we're kind of, maybe we're jaded, maybe not. But <laughs> it's nice to, to actually see some people that are not on Twitter and not exposed to the vitriol that are taking to this game at face value and, yeah. and playing it. Apparently, they've they don't. I mean, these kids just play, and like they play at the local GW, That's and just of a, course, they play. they play at the local GW with their friends. Sure, they don't listen to any podcast. They know nothing about like the tournament community right. there's just a couple of high school kids who've played and they play with their local group of friends and i was just like and they're just like yeah it was really weird when it came out but it really made it so now we can play and we can introduce anybody to this game well that's yeah that's and there's that's, an excitement they're speaking there. gw gospel i think yeah so you know love it or hate it you know it, this is the way it's, it's starting going. to take on a life of its own and i'm looking i am i'm looking forward now to next week uh we're going to play some games with other armies cuz yeah. you know and you know with this new system that they're putting out for for clash of swords this comp i mean everybody it's it's the first big tournament and right. it's i mean so this is probably not the best comp it's probably not going to stay there's going to have to be adjustments well, obviously there's going to have to be a lot of attempts right lots of swings and misses before you hit that home run so. right and but if it does work then we can start having you know tournaments with sure, AOS build off that are, of it. Sure. If, if they if they come up with a viable way to do it and i know there's people who are laughing look a, a five page compact for a four page rule set and i'm like oh, shut up <laughs> you know like, <laughs> that's that's you know what it's I, I'm just. I mean, I'm. I'm excited. Whatever it takes to make well, it go. Even we, when I was showing you, you know, we went over the rules, yeah. and uh, I showed you all your different units and the little synergies, and even you were like, "Okay, I see how this works. These right, guys go together. Right, right. This, this, this." So we'll see how it works. Now, folks, we've talked way too long for the opening segment. We're going to take a break. When we come back, Chris and I are going to play the fifth scenario from the box set, which basically is put your whole army on the table, and first one to lose all his models loses. So I'm going to wipe the table with you. You probably are. You're yeah, the, you're, we'll you have, see. You have fewer models, but you've got a bit of the advantage. So we'll see where this goes. Uh, I'm excited, so we'll be right back. Um, we're going to set up our army, set up the tables, and when we come back, um, we're going to do some live gaming. Sounds like a plan. David and Chris on Garage Gamer.
That's right, folks. Chaos Orc Superstore, your one-stop shop for all your hobby gaming needs. They've not only got current and classic GW releases, Chessex Dice and Vallejo Paints, but now they're also carrying Mantic, Infinity, Flames of War, Privateer Press, Soda Pop, Dark Age, and other assorted boarded miniature-based games. They usually ship within 24 hours, and the model in the picture is the model they ship to you, because at Chaos Orc Superstore, what you see is what you get. Chaos Orc Superstore. We're back. <laughs> we are back. Now, we have deployed. We've got tons of terrain on the table. Um, we're spread out a little bit. We're not all to the center. But um, I've got my corn. I'm playing corn, so I've got the 20 Blood Reavers, the five little corn warriors, and my four characters. Yep. Sort of towards the center, a little off to the center. And, Chris, you've chosen to put down. You've got your two characters down. Yeah, yes. The, the guy... The general, the riding the beast, he's yep. all the way on the far left, facing off against your lord with the dog. Yep. And then I've got, uh, I don't even know what these guys are called, the two <laughs> groups of five core guys, I guess. Are they the liberators, I think? Uh, yeah, the two groups of five, are they liberators? Right, I think yeah, so. They're, they're in the center, more or less. Uh, the, the other character, who I would normally refer to as the BSB, I don't know if that's correct anymore. That's what I'm calling him, too. He's in the center. And then the other unit of three... Well, he's in a piece of terrain, too, so he's getting that plus one to his... Right, to his armor save. The retributors Ret are the three. Retributors. That's an awkward word. I keep wanting to say rich, rich, retrib retributors. Well, think like of it distributors. As, well, think of it as retribution. They're bringing retribution down. Ret so retributors. 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 Okay. Retribution, Those guys. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that's a Lord Relictor. Relictor. Or, or Relictor, I don't know, but that's okay. that's your guy. Uh, three up save on him, so now that he's in the terrain. He's rocking a two up save. Rocking a two up save. And then the other unit of uh, flyers that I have. Oh, I just dropped one. Uh, uh, the prosecutors. Prose prosecutors, is that? Yes, the okay. prosecutors. Prosecutors will rest. Oh, because they're, they're going to come in because right. you have the battle scroll for your battalion. The prosecutors are in recess right now off yeah. the table. Well, they are off in the in the heaven, the heaven, realm of heavens waiting right. to just <laughs> come right, in on a right, bolt right. of lightning. Oh, the guy with the really big wingspan, he's the champion, by the gotcha. way. Gotcha. Okay. So my guys are on the table. Your guys are ready to come in. I have chosen to take the second turn. So um, we're going to... Go walk through the first turn. So now, Chris, you you actually this is the first time you're sort of reading the rules and looking through right. it. So why don't we literally just stay on the mic sure. and walk through this first turn? So your first thing you get in the hero phase is you can use your abilities for your wizards, which I don't. You don't have, have any, any wizards, so, right? But um, your general can use a command ability. I, so I don't have to take any battle shock tests for any model within twenty four inches. So so it's it just it's always active, right? Well, yeah. Basically, you have. You have multiple choices. There, the the regular command ability. Oh, that, I see. There's other abilities here. Well, there's one in the rule book that every general has. If it's not yeah. listed, it's pick one unit within 12 inches, and they don't take a battle shock test. Gotcha. Okay. Now you have to choose between them. 
at the beginning of your turn, right. you will always pick his because his is sure, basically better. If you're within twenty, your whole army basically doesn't wind up taking battle shock test. Right. It's fantastic. Okay, well that, that's what I will choose. Now your other guy does have command abilities. Your um, the your the, lord the relictor. Okay. Uh, the lightning storm and the healing storm. Unfortunately. Uh, it has to be within 12 inches. Yes. So, so I'm he, not quite in range. He can do D3 mortal wounds to my unit right. within 12 inches. Or heal D3 within D3 12. D3 within 12 inches. You haven't so, taken So right. there's no point to that. Right. So that's your hero phase. Now you got your movement phase. So how does this work? I pick one at a time or I move everything? Um, well, you, you move one unit at a time, but you're going to move your whole army because it's your turn. Okay. All right. Um, they can move their movement, whatever their movement rating is. Okay. Um, or they can run. Run is like march. If you run, you cannot shoot um, or charge. Okay. You probably can't shoot or charge because we're both pretty much back on the baseline, so you probably want to run your guys forward at this right, point. Right, right. That's what um, I'm thinking. Flyers, if they can fly, they can pass across miles and scenery. Um, basically, the one thing you can do is you can do it now or you can wait till it's until uh, they're not all by themselves is – you have the special ability to basically drop pod your uh, your lightning, flyers and lightning strike. Lightning strike, guys, right? I have to be nine inches away from enemy units, and they don't move once they appear. Right. So okay, so I'm going to start moving some units, and once I see how things look, then I'll just I'll decide where to lightning strike. Where or if you want to do it on your way, way to turn right. right. So okay, so we'll be right back after Chris moves. Okay, Chris has moved. He's uh, run forward. Run forward. I, I've uh, swung my general out uh, to an extreme flank. Which is a little brave. You're not getting to use well, that. Yeah, your, your special I, ability yeah, comes in yeah. a little less often. But you did. F you you lightning struck. Your guys are to way the on other my extreme left. extreme flank. On right. my left flank. Right facing my. Uh, going to put some bullets in my monster. Well, I'm going to test you. I'm going to see which way you're going to go. Because that, that flank is now being pressured on two fronts. Yeah. From the front and from the side. So well, I, I may, see have, what to, you I may have to slide over there and just bring it to them and let you see what goes on. This is yep. getting exciting. All right, so we've done the moving, the running, the flying. It's the shooting phase. Oh, I can, I can oh move him. Yeah, for, you forgot to move him? Yep. Yeah, four. Yeah, and you can move up to eight. You definitely want to move him up because he's the guy who's going to heal your guys if anybody dies. All right. Uh, so your prosecutors, two attacks apiece, 18-inch range, four to hit, four to wound. So they are in range. They can actually, I think, pick either of these units. They're going to go for the monster. They are going to go for the monster. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because they can pick either. All right, so you've got uh, two, so six attacks. Six attacks, fours to hit, fours to wound, did you four, say? Yep, fours to hit, fours to wound. Okay, all right. My, my first uh, attack your in AOS. <laughs> Here you go. Fours to hit, so two hits. All right, fours to wound. One wound. One wound. I've got a four-up save. Okay. Oh, he's got it. it. <laughs> <laughs> pating, pating. Um, okay, they can't charge because they lightning struck. Right. So I think your turn's up. That's my first turn. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Um. So then I'm gonna move, and when we come back, we'll see what I can do. Sounds good. All right. All right. All right. So you moved up and you fanned out a little bit. So your battle line is uh. Becoming wider, yeah, you I'm moved your warriors, your elite warriors, and your general, I think, I guess, to counter my general. Yep, they're sort of staying off to that side. Right, not committing just yet. No, I move my icon bearer up uh, uh, and off to the side a bit. Right. Keep him out of combat, but let him use that ability so he can increase the attacks. Yep. And I've moved my 
Your beast. My beast and my uh, the guy with the whips, the blood secretor. I think this is no blood stoker. I've moved them towards you. So right to my prosecutors. Yep. Now I got the shooting phase. My Korgorath gets three attacks with his shooting of six inches. I am within six. Okay. So I've got uh, threes to hit and fours to wound. So let's see what we can do here. Okay. Two ones and a two. So. Outstanding. <laughs> no hits. <laughs> what kind of shooting attack is that? Is he spitting something or a breath weapon? or? It's called bone tentacles. So those things sticking out of the sides of his arm and stuff, apparently they shoot uh, bits okay. of bone and sort sinewy of goodness. Weird manga hentai goodness there. Oh, <laughs> okay. I didn't think about that, but all right. All right. Now, um, those two guys are actually within 12 inches, so they can charge. Okay. So I am going to charge. So do I get a reaction, or do I have to take it, or what's the mechanic there? You pretty much got to take it. Okay. So, yeah, I don't think there is any, there's, yeah, there's no real reaction. I charge, and if I can, here's the thing. I have to get the closest guy. Mm -hmm. I move him first. Right. He's got to get to within a half an inch okay. of your model's base. If he doesn't make it, the charge fails. Mm -hmm. And if the charge fails, no models can move. So if you fail your charge, you don't. You don't it, move. Yeah, okay. you don't go forward partial. So you have you 2d6 move. to roll a 6 or better, right? Right. Um, he's just over 5. So if I get a 5, I'm in with him. Gotcha. With the half inch buffer or whatever you want to call it. Right. And the other guy is exactly 9 inches away. Okay. So he, it, and eight, so he needs a 9. 8 okay. won't be enough. So for the... Um, for my first guy, charging in. Oh, five exactly. Five on the dots. So I'll move him in. Okay. I'm thinking I was a little too aggressive with those prosecutors, dropping him in too close. But we'll see. I turned him so that they can fit better. And uh, here, this guy needs a nine. Okay. Oh, he makes it with an 11. An 11. So I'll move him up to there. Now, during your combat phase, because that one guy in the back isn't in base, mm -hmm. you have what's called piling in. So okay. before you attack, everybody gets to move up to three inches to get into gotcha. combat. So that's all my charges. That's all done. So now we're in the combat phase. Okay. Now, I get to go first. Right. Uh, I'm going to start with the big guy. Okay. Let's see if my four-up save on the prosecutors can hold. Now, he's got five attacks, three to hit, three to wound with a rend of one. So my four-up save becomes a five-up save. Yes, it does. So threes by threes. That's three hits. Three wounds. Three wounds. So I'm needing three fives. I fail three, so I take two wounds. So one, do I calculate that now? I So I lose one guy, and another guy has taken a wound? Yep. Ouch. All right, so how many attacks do your guys get? They get... Uh, now, uh, normally you could pick any combat you want, but since this is the only combat... So they get to shoot and they get their melee wet attack? Well, no, they already shot in the shooting oh, phase, gotcha. but now okay. they still get the... But on the next turn, like yeah. if they survive, they can actually shoot at these guys. Again. And then, okay. yeah. Uh, they have two attacks each All right. with their celestial hammers. So, so that's four, four dice. Uh, well, i got to split them up, right? So the guy against your beast will do first. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. You have to be within range. What is their, what is their attack range? Uh, hmm, good question. Oh, range, yeah. yeah, one inch. Okay, yeah, so, um, well, technically they could all attack... The they dude? They could all attack the small guy. Right. 
because he's they're both within an inch of him. Uh, what's the what's the save on your your monster versus the save on your guy? Both guys have a four up. A four up. Okay. However, my guy has five wounds. My monster has eight. Hmm. We'll go for the guy. Go for the, yeah. Both of them will go for the guy. That's a good call because don't forget also the, um, with the battle shock, if you can do enough wounds on right. him, I could roll and he could just, he could just be off sure. the board. All right. Threes to hit, threes to wound. Here we go. Three hits. Two wounds. Uh, do they have any special abilities and do they do, how many wounds do they do a piece? Uh, damage. The last stat, damage. Oh, damage one. Okay, so do they have any special abilities? Uh, no. No. Nope. Oh, you can reroll hit rolls of one for models from this unit. I don't think I rolled any ones. You did have a one on a oh, hit roll. Yeah, oh, so okay. roll another hit on that one. Three to hit again. Nope, fails. Okay, so yeah, I, got, I got two wounds. Yep. All right, and I need... Uh, you need fours. Do they have any rend? No rend. One wound. Take that. Okay, and... Um, my blood stoker gets his attacks, his whip, and his blade. So he gets th uh, three attacks, three by threes, and three attacks, three by fours. Okay. I might have been a little too aggressive on this. <laughs> Why do you say that? Well, you don't want to end the first turn. Like, it's the first time you're playing, you've never seen oh, the models before. Yeah, don't, I don't expect you to take so, the foot off the gas. Three hits. One wound. Is there a rend? No, I have no rend. Four up save. Saves it. Got it. And then he's got three attacks with his other weapon. That's threes by fours. Two hits. Two hits. Two wounds. Two wounds. No rend. Nope. No rend. Fours to save it. One wound. So I'm down to one guy. All right. So now we're in the battle shock phase. So... Units that have models slain, so your one unit has to take it. What's their bravery? Bravery is a six. Roll one die. Okay. You add in the number of models that have been slain. That's two. So two plus whatever you roll. Okay. If it's higher than your bravery, you lose that many models. So okay. you need to roll a four or less, basically. Four. Four, okay. So two models you lost plus the four is six. That's your bravery. Right. You don't lose any models. Gotcha, okay. So that's it. That's okay. my turn. So now it's uh, back to me. Well, now we roll. Oh, we roll to it's, see whose turn it is. is. It you roll off as a single die, and yep. highest roll yep. goes first, or do you choose? Um, both players roll a die. Rolling again in case they, the player that rolls the highest decides who takes the first turn in the battle round. Oh, so you decide. But I mean, after this, why would you want to go second? Right. Okay. So <laughs> so we roll off a six. Your turn. All right. Now that guy can retreat up to your movement. And he can fly. So what's his movement? Movement is 12. You can move behind a building or way right. the heck away and try to not get attacked okay. or, you know, to retreat. It's not a bad and idea. That's automatic, right? That just happens? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So right. let me, uh, it's your movement phase. I'm going to shut this down and uh, we'll see where we are when you're done moving. Uh, yeah, my Lord Celestant. Yeah, okay. Will, he'll so declare a charge on your Lord with the Hound. All right, so you've moved up. You did retreat. Your one winged guy is left, right. your champion. Yeah, you're going to have to go get him if off. you want yeah, him. Yeah, if yep. I want him, i got to go get him. All right, so he's moved up. The rest of you guys have moved up. They're moving around either side of some of the buildings in the center. Right. And, um, yeah, so he's going to charge in. Uh, who's he going to charge, the dude or the uh, He's going to charge warriors. your dude, your, your lord. He's going to charge my lord. So he needs, uh, basically, a you need a three. A three, right. 
Oh, it failed. Are you kidding me? Wow. Not oh, does he have any ability to reroll anything or something like that? Uh, or in your uh, your your special abilities for your? Nope. No special abilities. Ugh. Oh, dude. <laughs> uh, it happens. Just play. Just play through it. Okay. It's, it's I'm nice. just, I'm <laughs> dude, I almost want to roll that again. I want to see what happens. I want to get into this combat. You're gonna have to charge me because I'm there's gonna nothing. have to. Yeah. Now you're stuck. So right. are any of these other guys gonna charge? Are they within range of charging? Or um, they've got to be within twelve, basically. I'm like, not gonna charge. Not gonna charge. All right. So that's it. My turn then. Yep. Your turn. Okay. Um, my general is gonna use his ability. Uh, his command ability is Gorlord. Pick three friendly units with mortal and corn within 24 inches of this model. They can make charge rolls with three dice rather than two dice and use the two highest to determine their charge rolls. So for the three units, I'll pick him and my two units of well, the warriors and the other guys. So okay. none, of, none of my special guys, but right. the big units. Okay. So that's their uh, ability. Oh, here comes the big charge. Oh, yeah. Going to charge him in. Uh, so let's see. So I've used that. So now I've got my movement phase. I'm going to move my guys up, and then we will be right back, um, and then we'll get the charges in. Sounds good. So you've made a pretty aggressive move here. Yeah. Uh, basically, I'm going to try to not just clump everyone in the middle. I'm going to try to get around to different angles. Mm -hmm. um, I'm taking a risk with my general against yours. Right. Um, your general's got it better, but if I do a wound to him... At the end of the turn, if I can roll a five up, he goes into the warp. That's my nice, special that's ability. So You're betting heavy, I see. Betting heavy to win heavy. Um, I'm only going after your one flyer with the guy with the whips. Right. And uh, my beastie's coming up the other side. Yep, yep, because. I see that. So uh, we got to roll the charge. I'm going to start with uh, start with my general. Okay. He needs a three. He makes He's it in. in. Boom, we're fighting. Battle of the Titans here. Any other charges? Oh, yeah. I'm going to charge with both of these units. Okay. So his uh, elite warriors are coming into my... They'll need a five. Wretch liberators. So the warriors need a six. are into the, into the retributors. So the warriors will go into the liberators on a five. They're, They're in. in. And the other guys will get in on a six. They don't get in. Oh! That's not good. So they got a six for that roll. So that guy can get in. Everyone else, I think, can just move six. Because they can only move what they rolled, I think. Let's check. All right, pick it in uh, within three inches. Once you've moved all the models in the unit, okay. The first model you move must finish within a half an inch. If that's impossible, the charge has failed. Oh, so yeah, so they, I think they just move what I rolled, okay. and then they'll get their pile in. But so the six just barely making it is not helping me that much because they're like they're not going to get. They're full attacks. Yeah, with their, yeah. Some of these guys aren't going to reach because they only got a one inch reach. So right. All right. So I think they're close enough where everybody's going to be able to get in, even though they're not all in right now. Because when they get the pile in, right. they'll get in. So. All right. That's it. So now we're into combat. Now here's where we get to do. I get to pick first. Mm -hmm. And um, there's really two options: our, our right. generals or. Well, here's and like I said, this is the interesting thing now because uh, I'm going to start with my. My warrior guys, my, okay. not my not my general, because their special ability is if you kill one of them before they die, yeah, they get to the guy get I get to pull attack. off gets a pile in and gets to his attacks. Okay, so I want to make sure I attack first, get all my attacks, and then if you kill anybody, I see. But after I attack there, 
you may decide, hey, I'm going to attack with my general because I want to get my hits in on him before he gets that st- silly attack where he might be able to gotcha. get oh, me. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. So let me just check the rules real quick on when he does that because that could make a difference for at the end of the combat phase, roll a dice for each enemy model that suffered one or more wounds inflicted by the axe of corn and was not slain. Okay, so basically with that, that's the end of the whole combat phase. Right. So you'll still get your attacks no matter what. Okay. So I guess it doesn't matter. Um, what if I kill him before the end of the phase? Well, then, I guess like, it goes yeah, away, Then he's right? dead, okay. yeah. So, that, that's, no, so these blood warriors are going to attack first. Okay. Two attacks, three to hit, four to wound. Um, oh, Gore Fist. They got a four-up save. Every time I make a successful save roll from this unit and the attacking unit is within one inch, roll a dice. For each six, your unit takes a mortal wound. Okay. So when I make a save, for all my saves... On a six up, I, if, I, if I block you, I get to hit you again I on see, a six. I see. And that's an unsavable wound, right? Mortal wounds have no saves. Gotcha. Exactly. So so first I'll do my pile in. They move up to three. So they have two attacks apiece, okay. but because I my icon bearer stood his ground, right. they're corn and they're mortal, so they get a plus one to their attack characteristic. So, so they're going to get three apiece. attacks. So you have five guys there, so that's 15 attacks coming in. Threes to hit, fours to wound, okay. and no rend. Okay. A couple of twos in there, a lot of ones in there. Hold on. All right, so I missed a third of them, which is average. Yeah. And it's fours to wound? Yep. Ooh. Uh, so, so seven? Seven. Four, seven. All right, and I've got a save of four up, and you said there's no rend? No rend. So I'm looking for fours. Fail. One, two, three, four, five. Ouch. How many wounds do those guys two, have apiece? Two apiece. So you lose two guys. And then one guy has a wound left. One guy has a wound left. All right. Now you can choose them or you can choose these guys. Or, I mean, you can choose whichever combat you want to do next. Uh, let's do the general one. All right. So so I've got the, the Tempestos Hammer and then Dracoth's Claws and Fangs. I guess I should roll them one at a time. We'll, do, we'll start with the hammer. So three attacks, threes to hit, twos to wound. Nice. Right. Threes to hit. Three hits. And twos to wound. Three wounds. What's his rend? Rend is minus one and it's D3 damage. Okay. So my save went from threes to fours. Okay. How many wounds? Three. I failed one. So, so one, one wound at D3 damage. Yep. Two. All right. So I take two wounds. And then I've got the claws and fangs. Three attacks. Threes to hit, threes to wound. Two hits. Threes to wound, two wounds, minus one rend. All right, so two wounds. Uh, fail, fail them both. both. So you're down to one wound? Uh, we know. He's got two six. Wounds. I'm down to two oh, wounds. Oh, three. Oh, two wounds, okay. Yeah, so I've taken four, yep. so I'm down to two wounds. Okay. All right, he gets his attacks back. He's going to attack with his axe first. Uh, threes to hit, threes to wound. Three hits. Two wounds. Is there a rend? One. So three up save becomes a four up save. He had three, right? Yeah. Or two. Two? These got, he, this, right, these are big. Three wounds, yeah, so. Looking for fours. I saved one. Saved one. One, so one wound. Okay. Well, one wound with the axe of corn now means at the end of the phase, if I can roll a five up, he goes right, off the board. Right, right, yeah. Uh, now my, uh, my little beastie gets his attacks. He gets okay. four attacks. Threes by fours. 
Three hits. Ooh. Three wounds, no rend. Three wounds, no rend. All right, looking for threes to save. Saved them. Saved them all. All right. Um, so that was that. So now your guys over there get their attacks. They get the pile in. Okay. They just come in. All right. Your champion gets his extra attack. Okay. So how many attacks do you have now? Uh... If the champion it gets an extra attack, I have two, four. I have seven attacks. All right. And these are fours to hit, threes to wound. So four hits and threes to wound. One wound. One wound at no rend? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you might. You know what? I know at least two of your wound saves were ones to save of one. You can reroll save rolls of one if any models are carrying shields. So just roll did, two. Did we factor that? I thought we did that. Oh, did you do the re-rolling ones? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't yeah, know yeah, you yeah, did. Okay. Did. So how many wounds? Just one. It's going to turn to a slaughter. He saved it. Okay. Yeesh. Okay. So that's the end. Um, so they're within twenty-four inches. So they don't. You guys don't take any battle shock tests. Okay, we just basically right. have to see if my guy puts you down. Right. He did one wound with that weapon. Right. He only did the one wound you with need the to weapon. Five up. Yeah, because if his beastie does wounds, that doesn't, that doesn't count. doesn't count, okay. I got one through. A Two. deuce, Oof. you survive. My guy survives. Lives to fight another round. Yes, you do. Okay, so it's uh, it's your turn. All right. So let me so ponder and I'll come back. Yeah, we got your movement and then we'll come yeah. back. Okay, so I moved and I charged. So basically, I switched my liberators. I swapped them on that flank with the retributors. Yes. So yeah. So you to did help a smart reinforce. Move there. Yeah, to reinforce my liberators against your. So now you've got two units attacking my. Uh, your one. My corn unit. Because those guys are pretty hefty, so I need some reinforcements there. And um, you did try to use your. Uh, the. The storm. Celestin, yeah. Right. His ability. Uh, you needed to roll a three or better to and do some wounds, two. and you rolled a two. Right. The dice just don't like you not tonight. Not at all. Not at all. So, but you did get your charge off. You did fly your your one flyer away. Yeah, it full 18 inches because he yeah. moved 12 plus a d6. I rolled Play a six. into the death. Keep him out until you can right. bring him in and do some real damage since we're playing to the to yep. the last man yep. standing. So, so we're on to combat then, right? Yeah, we're into combat. So, um, so let's, it's your uh, turn. So you get to pick first. You get to pick... No, it's per unit, not per combat. Right. So you've got two units there. Oh, I see. I can go with one unit or... Okay, interesting. Mm -hmm. Now, that guy's got two wounds left. So we'll do the general. Yeah, because if you don't, I'm going to attack with him right. first. And yeah, if that yeah. axe okay. does a wound, you might you might disappear. Yeah, let's do him first. So. so three attacks. This is with the hammer. Three's to hit, two's to wound. Two hits. One wound. Rend? Minus one rend. Damage D3. So I need a four. Got it. Got it. Okay. Then I've got the claws and fangs. Three attacks. Threes by threes. Two hits. One. One wound. Minus one. Oh, failed that one. Okay. Man, that means you get another shot with the Yeah, I'm down to... I got one wound left. Oh, my goodness. All right, so... Um, oh, you know, he's got a... Um, what has he got? A Storm Breath. You can make a Storm Breath attack with this model in your shooting phase. Pick a point on the battlefield that is within 12 inches of the Do model. It. 
roll a dice for each unit that is within two inches of the point that you you picked on a four or more the unit being rolled the unit being rolled for suffers d3 mortal wounds do it on him yeah that's what it, okay do it on him because yeah if that would have worked you would have in fact yeah you could have done that right, right away before. so so a four to hit him it hits you hit so that'll kill him right he's only got one wound left and yes. it's d3 well, mortal wounds uh, what d3 mortal wounds yeah uh, yeah, roll to see how many you yeah, because then your attack okay. would have done enough. So boom. So, so you two got wounds, him. Right. You got him. Is that now is that once per turn or once per game? In your that's, shooting phase. Oh, dude, that's nice. Yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, so if I keep my guys too bunched up. Right. Like can, like with like with that attack you're right. doing with those two units in the attack, he could just drop that bomb on them. Right. D three mortal wounds. And dude, as you could tell, mortal wounds are just They're nasty. I mean, yeah, they can they can really hurt you. So Oh boy, you've got that open now. See now, here's where your general's going to just come charging across right, the right. field. Right, right. That was yeah. the plan. Right. You're going to start rolling open on up my flank, flank now. Right. Whoops. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you got your check. I don't have. So I've only got that. Right. Um. What's the save on your hammer guys? The big hammer guys. Your uh. The the retributors. Retributors. Uh, four up save. And what do the other guys have? They the are, I believe they're a four up save as well. Oh, they are four, four up save. Yeah. Okay, so there's not much difference for me. Although the Liberators only have two wounds, uh, the other guys have three. Oh! All right, well then, I am going to put eight. Um, okay, so let's see. So I'm going to have 13 attacks because I get extra one for the for the champion, which I totally forgot about. So I'm going to put... Oh, he's over there. Okay. So I'm going to put 12 attacks because they get two attacks of police plus the mm -hmm. one for being near him. 12 attacks on your Liberators. Okay. And then the other guy's going to have four attacks because he gets the th three for the champion plus one okay. on your other guys. So okay. um, threes by fours. So we said 13 attacks. No, this 12 is on, attacks. You said this is on the Liberators? 12 attacks on the Liberators. Threes okay. by fours. Can they hold? Oh, poop. Well, it's not, not that bad. A third again. And then fours to wound. Five wounds. Five wounds. No rend. So I'm looking for a four-up save. Two. So they have two wounds, so one guy... So this guy dies and one carries over? Yep. Okay. Yeah, and that's the right guy to pull out because now the other guy in the back can pile in. See? Okay, do I do that now or... Uh, when it's their attack, whenever I they see. attack. Gotcha. Okay, now that's actually all my... Well, no, my one guy gets to attack your other unit. Right. Oh, and I forgot to do that. So yeah, go ahead. He my, gets four my retri attacks. My retri retributors. Yep. Retributors. <laughs> <laughs> so threes. So four hits and two wounds. No rend? No rend. Four up save. Nope. Nope. So these three guys wounds. have three wounds so apiece. That's, so one guy takes one two wounds? Yeah, one guy's one left. All right. Now, so your general attacked, my guys attacked. So I have no more attacks. So both of your units. Oh, I see. Okay. Are gonna, yeah, basically, I have no more units to attack with. So. So we'll start with the liberators. This is a uh, five attacks total. Fours by threes. Two. By three. So two two wounds. Two no, wounds. No rent. Saved them both. Ouch. Nice. Okay. Then we'll do the. Retributors. So now this is where this guy piles in. Yeah. So he gets okay. pile in. So that's he's into there. Okay. 
How many attacks do these guys have? These guys only, they have two attacks piece, so six attacks total. One more, because don't forget your champion oh, gets right. extra attack. So seven attacks. These are threes by threes. Oh, and now these guys have damage two. Right. So every wound, I'd lose a guy. Right. So. Um, and for every six, I roll for the attack. These turn into mortal wounds instead of normal damage. That's right. That's okay. right. Now, here's the weird thing, because it says six or more. Now, remember, if you have other things in your unit that can give a plus one to hit, I see. then fives become gotcha. sixes, and it still counts as mortal wounds. Gotcha. But in this case, I'm looking for sixes. Yes, you are. So, nothing there. Ooh, the garage hammer dies failing. So three hits. So, only one misses, though. Nice. And then you got threes to wound? Threes to wound. Yep. Uh, all of them. So, six wounds and a minus one rend. At two damage. Okay, so okay, so these guys have two wounds apiece. Okay. So everyone I fail, I'm taking off a full model. Right, right. And uh, let's see, um, four up becomes five. Fives. Oh, five. All five all die. All five die. Now, my special ability comes in. I get to pile in and right. attack every guy that dies. Okay. So um, basically, they all get to pile in on that unit. Right. So I'm going to have... Sixteen attacks. Well, is that how that works? I think so. They, they each get one extra attack. Oh, or let me read. I don't know if they. Get, you're, that's a good question. Hold on. If a model from this unit is slain, you can make a pile-in move and then attack with the model before you remove it. So I just get my attack. So it says attack. So I wow. assume I get my okay. regular attacks, which is three per model because of the bonus, and then four. So. You kill them all, but they're going to get that extra tech. That's what makes these guys so... Man, so when they die, they really pack a punch. Yeah, but that, normally they wouldn't get this many attacks, but this guy is giving them the right. bonus. And no unit was... Oh, okay. If a unit friend or foe is wiped out during the combat phase, yeah. they get another attack. Oh, so that's 21? That's another five attacks. 21 yes. attacks. Okay. So, yeah, so they go from two... To three to four attacks apiece plus one, so twenty-one attacks. Seven. Needing what? Threes by fours. So twenty-one threes by fours. Now they're going to be gone, but right. They're going <laughs> to. They're going to take. They're probably going to kill that unit. You know what? Here's the thing. If they're killed, they get a pile in. Right now, they can't really pile in. Right. And because it's the unit, I think they. I think those guys. I mean, they're not close enough to attack the unit that did the wounds. They would. But you have to attack the unit that did the wounds. I would right? assume so. So then I won't get all the attacks because those guys can't pile in well, enough. Well, this guy can't he opt to attack because he's close. He's he, oh, he's close yeah, enough so to. So one of the guys isn't going to get to attack. Right. So that's so going to lose four. Four. So down to seventeen. Yeah. So <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Threes to hit. So that's a lot of hits. Missed with six. Again, a third. Fours to wound. So I see seven. Eight. Eight. And that's a minus one rend? No, I have no rend. Oh, no rend. Dude, none of my normal characters have rend. So I have a four-up save. Yes, you do. And these guys have three wounds apiece. Right. So, so I fail. Ouch. One, two, three, four. So I lose the two guys and just have, the I guess, the champion left with a wound? Um. Well, they each have three wounds apiece, so... Oh, right. That's right. So you lose one guy, and that other guy takes one wound. So right. that one guy's got one wound left, and your champion's fine. They're within 24 inches of your general, so you right. take no battle shock test. My entire unit is gone. 
I'll take that trade. Okay, so that wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. They weathered that storm. No, because my other guys suck. And now you're going to attack from every angle right. on those guys. Well, you still have that monster and your icon bearer. Yeah, and then these guys off on the edge who are sort of out of the combat. Right. So that's the end of the turn. So before turn three, we roll the dice to see who goes first. Okay. Three. One for you. And that's you. I will go so first. So now again. you're getting two turns in a row. Nice. See, this is where this is where I did not plan this well enough because I just had that guy and once your general popped right, him. Right, right. Now I'm in trouble because all your guys are can attack these blood reavers. Right, from Harrison, watching you just knocked over my eagle from all different angles. All right, so okay, uh, so let me move, move and, and we'll do yep. this. All right, so now that I've lost my unit of the blood warriors, um, you've got basically what's left of all three of your units going around either Conver side yeah. of the building, converging on your on my uh, my blood reavers, yeah. my marauders, basically. Right, right. Um, you got a lot of them. Yeah, well, but not getting a turn. There's not much place for me to go or set yeah. up. You're coming right around the corner, so you're going to be charging with like three units here. Three, maybe four. And your general, is he's either going to attack them or attack my icon bearer. Right. So, oh, it's getting ugly. It's getting ugly indeed. <laughs> all right, well, we so, just roll the charges, yeah, right? Yeah, now, so you got th these three units are all charging the the blood reavers. These three into the blood reavers, general <laughs> into the icon bearer. And so they, I think they, let's see, hold on. They should all be three inches. Oh, I guess they're four. Yeah. These guys are three. Yeah, so your one unit of liberators are going to need a four. Everybody else is going to need a three. Yeah. All right, so we'll do the general first. He needs a three. He's in. He's in. Clamo. Oh, liberators oh, needing so fours. Are they're in. in. Now, you got six inches you can move. Now, you can come out this way. Yeah. To give them a little more room, or you can try to pack in so as not to give me as much room to pile in and have extra attacks. Right. So that's your call. See, this is where it suddenly your right. your movement is actually really this. important. I mean, he could come all the way out to here, or you can just try to pile them in here and not give me a lot of room. You can use your. Yep. And these guys will be able to fit in right there, just barely. The retributors need a three to get in. So they're in. in. And then the other liberators on the other side eat a three also. And they're, oh, they're in. All up in their faces here. And that guy, you know, your guy in the back is is no weak sauce either. You no, start, he's, he's not. I actually intended to get into the combat before, but the, the retributors were in the way. In the so way, he yeah. just, he's just saying there. Well, it, so, I got, so my monster's eventually going to come piling in here. So he that's right. the one thing I got going for me. So I got to do some damage here while I can. Yeah, I'm going to so. get a little bit of a pile in and get some more guys in. But this is getting... Scary. So Hot that's heavy. It. Yeah. So the there's no shooting, and so okay, time for you to to attack. So we'll start with the Lord Celestant on your of icon bearer. Of got to take him out first. All right. So he's got an ability. So if this model has made a charge move this turn, it can make D3 extra attacks with this Tempestus Hammer. Oh, nice. So we'll roll a D3 extra attacks. What is that? A symbol. That's a si three. Eat a, what does that say? Uh, the, oh, I Eat got, a Rick? Yeah, I got that from the, uh, <laughs> I got that at a pack of from one of the guys I was playing. Very nice. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that, that's You a are six, indeed though. about to eat it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's three extra attacks. So six attacks total. Three's to hit, two's to wound. Ugh, that's a terrible roll. I missed with four. Two hits, so two's to wound. Two wounds. At minus one rend. 
So I need fours. Come on. So one makes it through. Ugh. And he does D3 damage. How many wounds on that guy? Five. So I'm not, probably not going to kill him. Two wounds. Two wounds. And so that gives him three left. And you've still got your claws in the beast. Yeah. Three attacks. Threes by threes. Three hits. By threes. Three wounds. Minus one. <sighs> I got three left. <laughs> Gotta save these all. I saved two. He's got one left. No, I got. I had. I took three. I've got two left. Oh, I see. Okay. All right, then we'll try. We'll start with the. Well, my turn. Oh yeah. I go get ahead. to pick. Yep. <sighs> Boy. Okay. Um. I gotta try to take out some of these guys before. Right. Because his ability is only as good as as long as he's here, that one that I've planted before right, yeah. until my next hero phase. So as of right now, these guys have one, two, three attacks apiece because the plus one for being within 18 inches of him and the plus one for his ability. Mm -hmm. So let me let me pile in and see how many attacks I can get in on you guys here. Okay. Oh, he's piling in. Blood Reavers, is that what these guys are called? Yeah. Look at the precision with which he piles in the tactical acumen. Well, oh, he's squeezing him in, folks. He's maximizing the models. He's got to get every last attack here because it's going to count. By the way, just for sake of clarity, I know they say measure from any point on the actual model. We've been measuring base to base, base, to base because right. measuring from the model is dumb. So <laughs> Right. The lowest con common denominator is the base. So I don't understand yeah. why, why wouldn't you do that. I don't know. They basically said that this way you could do any size base you want. Here's my thought on that. They said, you know, you don't have to rebase your models. Right. So since not all models are going to have the same bases, right. saying measure oh, from a I model, see. I have a feeling that as the game goes along and they introduce all the things and they start doing all-round bases, right. they may change that. Sure. But basically they don't want to force people who have hundreds of models to rebase their it's models. It's a little wriggle room. Yeah, so eventually I think that'll change. So this whole unit gets its attack, so it's sort of attacking all over the place. So Four guys into my liberators. So Twelve attacks. 12 attacks into your liberators. Yep. And I have my Sigmite shield, so rerolling save rolls of one. And these guys are four by fours with no rend, okay. so. It's quite a few misses. He's got what? You're looking for fours by fours, right? That's half. So, not one not wound. Not one wound, wow. All right, so let's see what these other guys here. Now, I got those guys attack three, so that's nine that's attacks. My retributors. Against, yeah, here. Retributors. Retributors. Only four hits. Two wounds. No rend. Two wounds, no rend. Four up save. Saving them both. Ugh. Wow, these guys, a lot of attacks, but not a lot of heft. Okay, this isn't my so other that's unit uh, of liberators. 25 attacks against your other unit, though. I got right. eight guys. Fours to hit. Yep, keep pulling those out. 11 hits. Now fours to wound. Five wounds. And I got a four-up save. Five wounds out of 25 attacks. Oof. One, two, three. Three. So I take out one and a half models. Okay. All right. So that's it for my... Or that's it for their combat. So you've still got one, two, three units, and I have one unit to attack. Right. Oh, your, your icon? Yeah. Okay. So we'll go with, uh, I guess, the stronger unit of... Liberators? Yep. So that's eight, nine attacks. There's four guys there. Oh, yeah, two attacks apiece, four guys. Fours by threes. So four hits. 
Looking for threes, four wounds. Any rend? No rend. Oh, yeah. These guys don't have a save. So five guys die. Yep. Oh, jeez. Wow. These guys are the fodder. And All right, my icon bearer gets his attack. Yep. Four attacks, three by threes, one rend. Oof. One hit, one wound. One rend, you said? Yeah. So four to save. Nope. Fails to save. All right, so he takes one wound. He takes one wound. Okay. So he's, you know, He had one wound. He so. had one, right. So he's down to six. He's down to six. Oh, down to five. He has seven wounds. Okay. Okay. And now your other two units can both attack. I'm out of attacks. Okay. We'll do the uh, other liberators first. That's uh, five attacks. Fours by threes. Two more. And then from those guys, three, so five. Retribution is at hand. Five attacks from these guys. Threes by threes. Three more. Ouch. Okay. Okay, that's everything for me. All right, now this is brutal because your guys within 24 inches of your general don't take... Right, battle shock. I do. Yeah. My bravery's five. Okay. So let's see. One, two, three, four, five. So I'm automatically losing five plus whatever I roll. Oof, okay. That's so ten, ten guys. guys. Two, four, six, eight, ten. That's the whole unit. Wow. Just gone like that, huh? They ran. Ten on the dots. Wow. Talk about the wave crashing on the, uh, and breaking on the beach. Ouch. You know what it is? I let my guys spread out a little bit. I tried to keep it from, I tried to. Do damage to we, every unit. Right? We tried to bottleneck each other, which right. was good, except your guys got in, and with that two wounds apiece, and I failed yeah. all of them. Yeah. Because those guys popping, that screwed me. You yeah. wouldn't have gotten all those kills. Mm -hmm. I think I'm done. I think we could probably call I it. I think so. I mean, you have the monster left, and that's it. Well, well and I, the guy in the way in the back. Right. But, this, uh, yeah, but he's not going to do anything. I mean, my general yet. is pretty much... Your general is rolling through right. my lines, and you guys are doing... So, good game. Yeah, good game. Well played. Sigmar. Triumph. The forces of chaos. All right, so let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll have a few thoughts on the game. That sounds good. Gifts and Games in Grays Lake, Illinois is the one-stop shop for all your gaming needs. They carry anything your favorite gamer may want. Board games, collectible card games, miniature-based games, and all your hobby gaming supplies are there, as well as books, charms, incense, crystals, and other unique gifts. UGG has it all. Come into the store and ask about their frequent buyers program, or check out their gaming and events calendars in-store or online. From Tuesday night War Machine and Thursday Board Game Night, Friday Night Magic. There's always something going on at Unique Gifts and Games in Gray's Lake. Check them out on the web at uniquegg.com.
and we're back. Yes, we are. Oops, I turned my microphone off on accident there. So, your first game of Age of Sigmar. Um, well, Sigmar did a good... It is his, definitely his age. It is, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so... Um, Let's break it down a little bit. What are your uh, What are your first impressions? Oh, sorry. Hold on. So, what are your first impressions? It's It's fun. It's definitely different. It's not Warhammer as you and I have you know known it. For no, sure. not at all. Um, it, it It is fun. Um, uh, it's easy to pick up. Uh huh. But I, you know, I think there are a lot of. We were talking about it just now. There are a lot of nuances that are that don't come across in the rule books necessarily. Well, I think it's. I think there's a bit of a fellow here. That minute to learn, lifetime to master. You're correct. I mean. Now, we had no magic, per se, yeah. which is a big part of the game and can really throw things out of balance. I think a lot of times when you hear people talking about it on other shows mm-hmm. or on Twitter, um, the, the magic can get out of hand. So we right. didn't have to deal with that at all. Sure. And we had very little shooting. Um, your guy shot once, my guy shot once, and then those guys were pretty much out of the game because your, right, your right. guy took off. Although the um, Lord Celestine does have that breath weapon attack, which is pretty nasty. That thing's brutal. I didn't yeah. even I didn't even realize. You, you used to roll a four to hit, and that unit uh, suffers D3 mortal wounds. Well, and here's the other nice thing. Um, your, uh, your what's Lord Relictor, is that his name? Yeah. That thing where he can do, where he can do D3 mortal wounds yeah. against my... Uh, the Blood Warriors, mm-hmm. not the Reavers, but the Corn Warrior looking yeah, guys. Yeah, the elite guys. Well, he, you you do D three wounds to them. They're, that's not in combat. There's no pile in an attack, right. so their special ability goes out the window. Oh yeah. Yep. See, so there's lots of little things that you can do here. Right. Um, I, th- yeah, I I do wish as good. I mean, it's good that the 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 mechanics are so simple because it's easy to pick up. That's a positive. I do wish there was a little bit more in terms of uh, modifiers, and maybe there are. I just don't know it. Like the the rolling to Call down the lightning storm from right. the Lord Relictor. Uh-huh. You know, it's it's only on a three plus, which I guess it's fine. You're going to hit it most of the time. But is there right. are there any modifiers that make it down to a two plus or make it harder? Is there any sort of play there with for playing with the modifiers for those special abilities? I don't think so. Um, okay. You know, with the magic, obviously, there's rules for that because you could some guys can try to dispel. Um, but for the special abilities, it's just that's just what it that's is. That's what it is. Okay, yeah. so I do wish there was a little bit more complexity there in terms of making it harder or easier to accomplish certain things mm-hmm. uh, I, and I can't help but I don't want to make it a direct comparison to Infinity because they're such different games yeah but I mean that's what you're playing now so I mean right so there's, yeah. that has a lot more modifiers like for range and for cover and uh, you, there's a lot ton. of there's yes. a lot of calculations that go on and for me and I imagine a lot of people who enjoy that game they get they enjoy getting not lost, but wrapped up in the calculation of those, what you need to hit. Whereas this game is much more streamlined, which isn't bad. Right. I just found it myself wanting a little bit more in terms of, okay, what do I need to think about? Oh, I don't. I just need threes. Well, yeah. Um, that's part of it. it. And it that is simplified. Um, I think that there are other places now where suddenly there's complexity where we didn't have them before. Mm. Um, if I charge you, I just charge you. You don't get any reaction, but you can retreat. Um, we had just talked about off the air if those guys had lived, I could have retreated my Blood Reavers back, charged in that big monster guy, right, and that would have blocked off half of your guys attacking. And right. so it was like little moves like that, where you pick the guys off, yeah, um, to from, open up lanes for counter charges, open up lanes so, yeah. for counter charges, or literally um, because with the pile in, you have to keep unit coherency and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So if I would have had them laid out a certain way. Pulling guys off, I could have forced you to move to one side or another. Right. There's different things you could do with that. Um, and once again, I think once you play with, 
you know, like that tournament, they had what twenty units. So you're you're probably playing. I mean, we had four units a piece or five sure, units right. a piece. I think if you're playing with seven or eight or nine units, yeah, suddenly there's the because once again, it's that movement mm. and that picking and that piling in and sort of that getting your guys lined up in the exact right place suddenly becomes really important. It, it does, uh, and that's a good segue into the number of models and movement. I mean, my, my force, the Sigmarines, were pretty... It's, it's a small elite force. You had many war models, but I can only imagine if you have a lot of zombies or Skaven or goblins, that would become very arduous in terms of maneuvering all those guys. Yeah, it can, that can take a while. And it, it, as I was just moving the unit of 20, I said it to him, like, dude, if I had a couple of your hordes of zombies, yeah, that this take would take a, a little while. Time. But maybe that's part of where the streamlining in comes in from the other things, too. Maybe, but I also imagine if you're moving around that many models, you're going to get a lot of scratched, nicked, and broken models in that process. I, no? would, ho- I would hope not. I mean, if But it's unavoidable. You're shoving around 20, 30, 40 models. True, but it's also not like before when they were in base-to-base ranks and flanks. We were, a lot of the times they're, they're clicking and clacking into each other. Here, they're, you know, I'm just moving. The only things that, the only things that really tapped were the bases. I mean, it's yeah. possible. It's but totally I'm just saying possible. in transit because you're moving so many guys. Oh, you know, right, right, right. Goosey. I can see it. You know, someone just kind of bulldozing over a whole unit just to for the sake of time, especially oh. in, a, in a tournament format where time is a factor. Right. I, I mean, I don't know, but I would imagine that uh, you, you're burning a lot of time moving those guys, especially when the placement of those models, individual yep. models, is so important. True, and I can see in a tournament people really eyeball, and because you know. There is a chance, uh, like in 40K, you could get a player who's rubber rulering. Right. And then you, so you got to watch. I mean, I've seen fights happen at UGG when those kids were playing 40K. And he's like, you moved him five inches. There's no way that was four inches. And they're like, no, no, no. Uh, you know, yeah, stuff like that. That's the I worst mean, part of it. You I know. could see that with some really competitive, you know, players mm-hmm. happening. I think. Um, but I, like I said, I liked. I'm like I said. Now I'm excited. To, I'm like now that we've played it with a, the the full force, and I've played it with someone other than Harrison. Yeah, because he the simplicity really you know sold him. He's like this is was so easy for me to pick up. And Sounds like he enjoys this much more than Eighth. You know what Eighth? There was so many different rules, right. and he didn't play as often as we did. Sure. So, so you're not going to know what it is. There's things yeah. he would forget, and then you know, and seriously, and it was one of those things where you know he'd miss something here or there, and he would he would oftentimes I mean. Except when we were playing in like campaigns where he was playing every couple weeks, right? If he would just play a pickup game with me, he'd be like, "Oh, we forgot." I'd have to remind him of stuff. Sure, you know, sure. it's like anything else. You don't play it often. You're, you're right. not as sharp, right? Where I think this game is a little bit more forgiving in that department. Yeah, exactly. Now I know some people have said they don't like that, like your guy wounds on fours, right. whether he's hitting a guy who's naked, or a goblin, or a right. dragon. Right. He's wounding on fours. Yeah. Um. Now, I thought about that, and I know that could be annoying, but I was also thinking that, well, yes, but now, you know, your hero's got seven or eight wounds, you know, so yeah, the tougher yeah. guys are going to have, dragons are going to have, what, 12 wounds? Sure, right. So, yes, it, it, you know, I think that's where they adjusted it. Sure. The bigger things just have so many more wounds. So, yes, you're not putting in a huge modifier to, to wound, but mm-hmm. they've got more wounds. Yeah, true. It just feels a little odd when you first see it, it you know. Exactly. The other thing is, uh, it's such a, you know, it's four by six table we're playing on, and right. it's a lot of terrain, and it's a great looking table. But we only really played, I feel like, on maybe two thirds of it, maybe half. But maybe that's a function of it not being a big enough game. Right. And I originally I was going to put it on a four by four table, but the 
because I thought with the smaller units, a four by four would yeah, really right. fill it up. But I read the you know the scenario called for a four by six, so okay. I just went with All it. Right. Once again, I think if you have more units on the table, it's going to yeah. spread out. It's going to be more. Um, like I said, we did put stuff in to make sure there were lanes, sure, so that you can not just wind up standing all in the middle. In fact, we didn't. We moved a couple guys off to the side, and your guy managed to start rolling up my flank there. Right, right. Yeah. What's the equivalent if you were to translate this into an eighth edition game? How many points would this equate to? Oh, dude, I have no Best idea. Um, I don't know. I know there's that guy. They 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 put together some sort of a. There's this there's this website these guys put together this I forget what it's called but a formula just your bet your gut feeling what does your gut tell you well most of the box maybe, sets maybe are about maybe a thousand maybe yeah, eight hundred I think most most box sets are around a thousand so okay. I'm guessing this is around a thousand a thousand points I okay. mean you think about it what are how much were Marauders like what six points a piece like that, I got yeah. twenty of them plus a plus a full command okay so you're looking at what 150 you know you got a monster and a general and a couple other things right. so yeah, yeah. I'm, probably a thousand a piece. Okay. So, so yeah. it, it plays much quicker than a thousand point game does. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, this game took longer than it probably would have because we were stopping to talk and chit, uh, on uh, the, and and we're rolling our you know in the right. dice pan. Gr- and granted, stuff, there's but, no there's no no magic, minimal shooting. Right. Um, so, Let yeah. me ask you this: yeah. at some point, not right away, would you be interested? Maybe at some point, playing with other armies. Just to try a game. So yeah, I'll, short answer: yes. Okay. The thing with me is, and I'm sure with you and a lot of people out there, is my my gaming time is limited. Right. So I don't have the luxury of playing often. Right. So when I do, it's a game that I want to play. It has to be the the game that I want to play, the number one choice, which for me right now is unfortunately not AOS. Oh, and I don't blame you one bit. And I had, in fact, I I had this conversation. I know the guys in Minnesota, Rotor, and then we're yeah. saying. You know, they've played this and they've had games that were fun and games that were terrible, but even when they have fun games, it's like you get to game one night a week. Right. Do you Are you rolling the dice on a game you is haven't figured one, out is yet? Is this one you want to commit to? Exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of committing to it mm-hmm. to some Kinda? degree. Well, I mean, I'm still going to play What's Infinity. holding you back? Um, well, basically, just the number of players in our area, I think, has dropped a bit. You know, like I said, you're out. I don't know. Grant has really jumped a whole hog into Infinity. Right. I know he told me before, hey, let's get some AOS games in. Uh, and I was like, sure. Well, he I, just had a baby, too, by the right, way. Right, he just so had a baby. Uh, congratulations congr- Yeah, hey, congratulations. Yeah. Um, but I know before that, he had said, let's get some games. I said, okay, how about next week? And he was like, yeah, cool, because I, I had just sure, gotten back from right. vacation. Uh, and then, like, during that week, you gave him that Infinity demo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then any talk of AOS sort of just <laughs> went out the window. So... Um, well, I mean, you know, Luke is still, I think, mildly interested. Um, the, the, you know, Harrison's friends that you mentioned, and right. if we do the the UGG game day, you know, you can might have a new whole new crop of players there. Sure, yeah. In fact, I think what I'm going to do is for people who want to play AOS, I'll put out some. Uh, I'll put out a little like a little comp. Mm. You know, like I did, like say, you know, I'll, I'll use the Mo comp, but I'll say, you know, bring, uh, you know, you know, like they said thirty scrolls and mm-hmm. or thirty, you know choice to use 20 I'll put that up there so if, at least if people are showing up and want to try it right. and play it that we're coming in with some sort of you know you're not just showing sure. up one guy shows up with five you know units and some guy shows up with 50 I will say this though with the game being so simple and the gameplay being so fast mm-hmm. I think it is absolutely vital critical paramount that your models and your terrain is all painted to the best of your abilities Oh, sure. Because so much of this game, this game in particular, is so visual that it leans on that very heavily. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
And, you know, they paint them really well. The, the Sigmarites and the Chaos guys, I mean, they're gorgeous models. Right. You know, and, and actually, you just got I, them. So I noticed as we were talking, you were kind of picking them up and sort of getting a look at yeah. them because you haven't had a really good look right, at them yet. Right, right. Yeah. And, but uh, that's part of the sell. I think in order to get new players, especially at UGG or mm-hmm. wherever, the, the you know, good-looking paint jobs is so, such a big part of it. Right. Exactly. Um yeah, uh, I've got to. I'm going to commit to a project. I'm working still on those. On my, uh, I didn't finish my Lilith crew. I'm, okay. st- I'm, I'm painting it. I'm, I'm doing oh, it. Oh, you failed in your objective. Well, I didn't say I would finish it. I said I would be working. You on said it. you're going to commit to it. I did commit to it, and I'm still. So I'm, that, I, this is our hobby progress check, isn't it? Yes. So since you failed it, uh, I did fail. You, I'm going to keep working on it. You know what? Because I yes, I'm this having. You got to dye this. your beard and hair orange. You know what? I've been doing the mohawk for the last like five years at school at the yeah. beginning of the school year. And I was doing it orange mohawk next week for school. Yeah. And Heather said, look, I really don't care if you dye your hair, but I hate that mohawk. And I was like, what? And she's like, please don't do a mohawk. She's like, I don't care. You could do rainbow. Why don't you just do the mohawk and dye it for like one or two days and then shave it. And it'll be done. It was just take a couple pictures so you have evidence. But th- she asked, no. She basically she looked, I said, please don't. For one day, she might not even have to see it. Okay, but if I do a mohawk for one day, if I shave the sides of my head, it's not like my hair is going to grow back in a day. I understand that, but once you are done with the mohawk, just shave off that, and then you'd be bald. No, no, she would hate that as much, much worse. All right. She hates the short hair. She begged me not to do it, and I said, "Okay, I'm not going to do it." She's All right, they'll grow it out, dye it orange, and then braid it. Yeah. Oh no, no, I'm gonna. I've, well, the blue is faded to this sort of this sort of teal, this right, weird green. Right. Right. Uh, but I am going to do some orange. Now okay. that now that I know okay. now that I know my wife doesn't care about the colors, she cares more about the mohawk. <laughs> right. I'm having fun. Grow it long and braid it. Oh there yeah, you go. yeah, yeah. But um, that's neither here nor there. But um, well, so yeah, I I don't know if I have any additional thoughts. It is something that I would be playing, would be willing to play again if I had the luxury of time. Mm-hmm. I think this is one if we set one up once in a great while. The, to play, right. you know, at least for you and I, you sure, know, it sure. would be, it would be uh, fun. Yeah. I, I do I am, enjoy. I am curious to see how O and G would play, uh, even high elves. Um, and that's what I'm saying. I'm not yeah. saying we need to do a, a set like once a month or even anything like that. I'm saying right. once we should say, hey, look at the list. If you sure. find something that interests you that you'd want to try out, let's, let's do it. it, and it, it doesn't have to be now. The other thing though is the uh, those old. I guess we'll call them legacy armies, the the pre-existing ones, right. 8th edition, the carryovers. Yep. I feel like that they don't have room to live in the current world because so much of it is, you know, Sigmarites and the, well, the well new chaos and everything. Well, that's everything that's been brought out. Yeah. Um, in fact, the new book, that new, you know, the quest for Galmaraz is all the end times chaos stuff is in there. Any of the end times characters? Um, well, the Glotkin Okay. I mean, like I said, all the chaos stuff, the Glotkin, the little, the littler guys that, the, sure, right. um, all the, um, the, the, the blight kings, the, the corn warriors that are just wearing pants. Well, I just, I'm just in terms of named characters. I, I guess I'm looking for something to hold on to, and named characters carry the most. Uh, well. Memory um, for me. Oh, Durthu was listed in there. Okay. Uh, from the tree, the, sure. the name Treekin. Um, I know Nagash is still in play. All of the special characters from a lot of the special characters from before are still there, to my knowledge. It's mm-hmm. just that as as they've only put out the two books so far, right? They haven't had a chance to hit everybody. Okay, but they've specifically said Nagash is there, Tyrion's there, mm. um, you know, Alariel. Okay, in fact, that's part of it. She, you know, Alariel uh, is there. The Nurgle guys want to kill her, right? Because she's got she's life. 
you know Grim Gore would still be around in Grim, some yeah, capacity. Yeah, because the, the orcs are still there. Right. And that's the, that's the weird thing, and that's the part that gets you in that whole like. I'm totally. I, I feel like I'm totally in. I am really having fun with this game and with the stories and with the world, uh, and I see potential for some cool things. It's it's different. Mm-hmm. It's it's not eighth edition at all. It's something different, and um, I'm kind of excited by what I'm reading and what I'm playing. Like, mm-hmm. I almost went out and bought more of the 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 Sigmarites because. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, they got the shooter guys in here, and it's like, I kind of like yeah, this army. Yeah. It's like, this is kind of army I would enjoy playing. A nice elite army, really tough, might be fun to bring to the table. They're almost a, a hybrid, a weird hybrid of dwarf, derfs, and elves. Yeah. They're, they're elite, they're armored, they hit hard. Have, yeah. And there's few of them. It's funny. A lot of people want to compare them to Space Marines because they're big and they're bulky. Sure, and they're, right, yeah. You read the fluff, and Sigmar picks the best warriors and changes right. them magically. It's an magically. obvious parallel, yeah. Um, I, I look at them and uh, I've I've seen people try to make people oh I could convert these up to space marines really easy. Mm. I haven't seen too many good conversions into space marines because their armor just isn't quite space marine-y. Right. Um, I think of them as thunder warriors almost the emperor's first things before oh, he made the space yeah, marines. Yeah. I think if you wanted to make a thunder warrior army, these guys could really that would be cool. Could really be that. Something cool, but yeah, they really fit that mythos, right? right? Yeah, and and that's what I'm waiting for. I want to see. The orcs and the Duarden and the Alfs and the Ogors. Right. I want to see what they do as those as the what, what did you call them? That was a good name for it. Uh, the what what did you call it? legacy armies? Legacy armies. Yeah. As the legacy armies sort of morph into as they start introducing the new versions of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to see I, yeah, what I happens would, with them. I'm curious to see that too because again, it's what I know, so it's right. something that I can hang on to. In this new world. Right now, everything is so detached from what I was familiar with that it's easy for me to just not take the game as seriously because it doesn't feel the same. Oh, I agree. And that's kind of why I've really been clinging to this box set because I tell you, reading the quest for Galmaraz, I really wanted to go out and buy more Sigmarite, more of the Stormcast Eternals, and I wanted to go out and those, you know, those stupid corn, those those guys that that, that are just wearing the armor pants. Remember I was making fun of them? Well, they were in there, and I'm like, Oh, they're part of this army? They're pretty good. I might want to pick them up. <laughs> Harris and I have been having really fun playing just chaos versus this. And then I'm reading right. the book, and it's like, oh, no, there's this Nurgle stuff. Uh, the only thing I'm not 100% certain on is, like, how much these can mix with each other. Like, that's the one thing that hasn't become clear because they've got those factions. They've got destruction, order, chaos, death. Mix them in what respect? The well, chaos with orcs? Well, I guess my question is... Um, you know, I, I know demons of chaos. I can yeah. have my Nurgle plague bearers and the Glotkin mm-hmm. and that. Uh, how much of that, you know, can the Putrid Blight Kings, can they mix in with, can that Nurgle stuff, can some of it mix in with the Warriors of Chaos? Like, I see. Because, you know, as now as these things are sort of blending together, well, I don't know what mixes. That would all come down to those war, war scrolls, right? Yeah. That, and, so that would answer the question for you, I guess. Yeah. I guess I just have to look and see what falls under what. You know, armies, how right. they break them down. Or are they going to mix them? Right, right. Because I'm really excited because I, you know, I know and I'm selling off. I, I did come to this and we'll talk to this more. But uh, when we get to the after this, when we talk mm-hmm. about little the other stuff. But and thank you to all the people who have jumped in and they're helping me out. I've got a store back there, as you know. You do. You really need to purge a lot of stuff. I, I, you know what? Here's the thing. And I, it just it came down. You know what happened was I took a picture of it and I sent it to Rotor. And he was just like, holy crap.
he's like, you're a hoarder. He's like, what is that? And he was talking with me. I'm like, I'm going to get rid of some of this. That's why I'm showing it to you. I'm like, I've just cleaned it up. I've gone through it. I'm going to start. Right. And he's like, no, you're not. And I kind of, I kind of took the bait and said, yes, I am. And I cataloged it all and put it up there. And I put it up there at a good. And people who have, a lot of people have emailed me and stuff. Guys, yeah. I'm, I'm getting, I'm going to get back to everybody, and I'm going to get rid of it. Some of the stuff I'm kind of like I'm holding on to my dwarfs just out of principle. Sure. Um, That's okay. You get one. And I'm holding on to this box set of stuff. Okay. Um, and I think I want to hold on to the demons because they're painted, except like the, the they are. Well, my well, everything but the Nurgles painted because Grant and I took it to uh oh that's Adepticon. right 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 okay. So I've got that and it's but painted. you've got a lot of like as of yet unopened stuff in there. It looks like an inventory. Warehouse. Oh yes. Oh well, yeah. I mean that's the thing. The Empire stuff that I haven't even opened yet that I yeah. bought going. Right. The Tomb King. I, I would going, say anything you know. anything that's still shrink wrapped in the box or still on the sprue is probably subject to being sold. Yeah, and that's so I am painted stuff. I can totally understand that. I am I am purging down to, and even what some of the demon use. stuff is going. Yeah, yeah, my my dwarfs are staying. Um, and my VC. That's all. I mean, sure. I'm, yeah. 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 But purge even, away. Like I've got a, like oh well because before with the thousand zombies I still have a couple of boxes of skeletons and a couple of boxes mm. of graveguard and I looked at this and said I'm not going to use more than forty graveguard I right. just don't see myself using more than forty. You have I have forty and I have two I have a box or two left that I oh, never okay. opened so well, it's not that bad yeah so I'm getting rid of the plus I had the three boxes for more tarks to build them all yeah and then I won Chris Tomlin he painted so I got oh, at least right. one to get rid of there yeah. So, yeah, I am purging like crazy. And thank you to all the people who are helping because it's going to help me actually get some new equipment for the show. Nice. But. Uh, oh, you wait till I leave to get new equipment, huh? I well, see. No, how it is. you know what happened is when <laughs> I went to Gen Con, when I went to Gen Con, I was getting some weird feedback and some of the little bits weren't working properly. Oh. So, some of the stuff is starting to go. Right. So, rather than having Time crap out. Bust, yeah, sure. I just, I'm going to have the money here so when it does crap out, okay. I can order it up. Nice. Um,. But yeah, I think I'm 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 having fun with this, mm. and I'm just gonna keep what I've got here, and I'm not buying anything more until I finish. I'm gonna paint up my stuff for Malifaux, like I right. said, and uh, I'm just gonna paint this box set. And then if I'm done painting and I want to add to it, that's what I'm gonna do. But I've it was so hard to put that stuff up online as a as a completist, <laughs> the completist in me. Yeah, it was so you hard. I think you need to. Do it on a micro level. In other words, exactly. pick an army and be a completist for the one army, not the whole system. Exactly. That's way too much. And that's what I used to do. I would get really good deals, or I would buy them used from people, or I would trade, right. and that's what I'm just like, nope, got to go. Yeah, but if it's not going to see the table, I mean, you have a lot of stuff in there that I have never seen on the table or even heard you use. That's that, that's that's it's going. The issue, yeah. That's why it's going. Yeah. Well, that's why I said the Wood Elf stuff. I love the Wood Elf. You talk about it all the time, but I love I've it. never seen you use it. No, that, and that's the thing. I've got all those dryads and stuff. And yeah, it's like, I see them and, all the time. But and I'm and I'm reading the quest for Galmaraz, and that's there's there's an army of just the wood spirits without the elves. I'm like, oh, I love that. No, no, no. And I mean, yes, I could paint and dry brush the dryads and have sure, them up, right. and, and I could I could literally paint all you my could, dryads in two but days. Will you? That's the point. It's got to go. Okay. It's got to go. You heard it here, here so, first here. Uh, I am purging. It's, it's purge away. Oh, I feel so good. You know what? <laughs> um. Let's take a break, yep. and then we come back. we got a few more things to do on the show. But okay. uh, on the whole, I feel positive about this game. 
And I'm, I'm kind of glad you enjoyed it. I was really kind of worried that you were really uh, going to hate it. it. Well, I mean, it's, you know, A, you either love it or you, or you I mean, you either like it or you don't. And, I, you know, you have every right to your opinion. Right. But I was just worried because I know, dude, I enjoy some of that complexity in Infinity just as much as you do. Mm. You know, making sure you're in that right range right, so you get yeah, the bonus yeah. on your weapons and stuff. That's all really cool. And this is really... And I've heard so many people say, just take your models, shove them in the middle. My three-year-old can do this. And that's really not what we've got going on here, which, and I'm glad that as we play, we see that that's not necessarily. It was, it was deeper than, you know, what, what Twitter would suggest. Pleasantly surprised. At what it was. We, what it it was a fun game. You know, it's a, it's a good beer and pretzels game for sure. Definitely. The tournament thing still has yet to shake out. But I, I can definitely see where they're going with this. And mm-hmm. like, you know, like Harrison's friends, like you were saying, that being their probably their main target audience. I mean, it's if I were still in high school, junior high, and this is my first game, I would totally buy into it. And the thing is, they were playing Eighth Edition, and they had you know the yeah. Ogre Army and the High yeah, yeah. But with the change, like, no, we like it. It's simpler, and we can actually play it. You know, I mean, they're in high school. They don't. Right. They can't come. Well, if, if they're playing at their game club at high school, the time is limited. So exactly. This is actually perfect for that. And that's what they're loving. So, all right, folks, we'll be right back. Hey folks, it's Dave, and I wanted to talk to you for a minute about Battle Foam. You've all heard me talk about it before. The foam is firm, it doesn't separate from the base, they custom cut, design, make any piece of foam you want to fit any model you want. Anytime a new army comes out, within days, you've got Battle Foam cut designed to fit those models. This isn't a game company making cases on the side. This is a carrying case company making foam and custom carrying cases to protect your army. It's what they do. It's all they do. Check it out at BattleFoam.com. Battle Foam, protecting your army. We are back. Here we are. All right. So um, I think we're going to pretty much skip the um, the toolbox. Okay. Chaos Orc, Superstore, Chaos Orc, Superstore, Chaos Orc, Superstore. Yeah, because I I haven't done much in the hobby. I'm purging. There's what I've done. Sure, right. And I've actually spent uh, a bunch of time because we're recording the next After Eleanor Tuesday. Oh, okay. Which I'm very excited for because that's going to be a great... Uh, Great yeah. episode. I haven't had much time for hobby either. Work for me has been just crazy. Um, you know, painted a little bit, uh, assembled some terrain, all Infinity related. Um, that's pretty much it. Yeah, and it's you know it's uh, it's what we're doing. So I did. I will say this: if we want to quickly jump to other, I went to go see American Ultra last night. Okay, I saw your tweets about that. I'm not familiar with that movie. Um, okay, it's got Kristen Stewart and um, I can't remember the guy's name. Um, 
Oh, oh, hey, we got a phone call. Oh. Hello? David, Chris. Can you hear us? How's it going? I can hear you. I don't know if you can hear me. Yeah, I can hear you through. now. Excellent. Excellent. Great, great. So what's up, Cranky? Not much, you know. Just uh, drove the family down to my mom's house, uh, visiting her this weekend, enjoying the, the waning days of summer, mm. the last days of joy, when things were still wonderful and everything was white, <laughs> right in the universe. Right. You know, when when square bases were allowed on the table, you know. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a whole new world now, huh? We, Chris just yeah, we, we just finished playing. Uh, Chris had his first game of Age of Sigmar. We were having a good old time. We were just giving it a positive review. Believe it or not. Were you UGG, UGG or down in your basement? Down in the basement. Uh, I remember the first time I was down in your basement. All right. the first the first time I met Chris. He came over to your basement mm. and he he had his way with me and then he he drove me to a hotel yeah I, I, I do remember that <laughs> yeah that's right and uh it was the the first of many good times that he showed me uh, <laughs> Ooh, memories yeah. hey we're on the air yes. cranky so <laughs> that, that was fun i i do remember it was my I, orcs I, versus I your truth, so so yeah, yes. so Cranky's calling in, Chris, because as this is your last episode, we've got some friends you oh, haven't heard from okay. in a while, yeah. just calling to wish you well and say stuff. So Cranky, you can go ahead. I don't have to put words in your mouth. You are Uh-oh. quite verbose. Yeah, I, I, I really want to say it's been, uh, well, even when you were not a host, when I first met you for the first bits, you know, it has been you and David and Grant mm. and the greater community. Um, you know, I wasn't a hobbyist before, uh, you know, a few months before I started listening to this show. How, how did you come across the show? The show and you guys um, really welcomed me into that. And uh, I hope that when I finally get back out of this hobby doldrum and mm-hmm. get back into it, that, uh, you know, I'll be seeing you out there when I come out for bits yeah, Six, we're... seven, eight, nine, and ten, and everything else. And um, it's been, you know, it was great meeting you. Um, I always wondered who had done the voice of uh, Simmons from, you know, Red versus Blue, and it <laughs> turns out it was you. I listened to that, and I, I, I guess I do hear some, you know, similarities. So thank you, I guess. You have that, you have that rich. Say, Sarge, Dave did it. Sarge, Dave did it. See that? See that could just be right there. All right. Well, it, yeah. Bits isn't going anywhere, so it may evolve. So hopefully, you can make it out. Um, and you know, whatever game you happen to choose, I'm sure it'll probably be something we'll be uh, featuring. You know, we'll, well that, that's my my problem is I've got I've got you know half of them yeah. that are out there. I've got unopened on my shelves. You got mm. I got Infinity Bolt Action. Yep. Uh, what else we got? There you got you know your Star Wars Armada, your Star Wars X Ray, oh, nice. uh, Halo Fleet Battles, your yep. Firestorm Armada, Drop oh, Zone wow. Commander. Jeez, you are all over the place. He's as bad as I am. Oh, I'm worse. I'm absolutely worse. Uh, it's terrible. You missed. We were just talking about it. You'll hear it when you listen to the show. But uh, I'm purging all but basically my Sigmar box set and two armies at this point. Everything else is going. You get rid of getting rid of your infinity. 
Oh, no, no, no. Just my Warhammer stuff. Infinity, oh. I got like 12 models and I actually play, so that stuff I can keep. But right. Oh, when I think of all the boxes of crap I bought because of end times that are still sitting on the shelves and... Well, I can, well, you can use a lot of it still. We've been playing it. I've been trying it. Just have to evolve, you know, round base it and uh, yeah. throw it on the table. Well, all I need is for the Midwest scene to move to Maine or to, if, to get one of those life-size portals, you know, the realm gates. <laughs> right. if, we could get, if we could get those going, you know, I could just stop over, you know, your house and Grant's house and, you know, everything, you know. On Fridays and play, but until then. Oh, sure, uh, that's what I need because I need Bobina. He's, he's getting mad at me. Cranky built this damn realm gate portal hey. in the basement. Now he's never home. Well, yeah, that, that, that would is, be fitting. That uh, can be dangerous. Yeah, no, it, you know, it'd fit with the theme, you know. <laughs> right. Especially considering that Maine in the winter is pretty much the chaos wastelands. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it absolutely is, you know. Uh, a little bit like, you know, Chicago in the summer. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Humidity you could go is. live in a volcano on the equator and be more comfortable sometimes right. than Chicago in the summer. Ugh. So but it's good to hear from you. So uh, I, I guess gaming is, is not so, gone from you, but you're coming back to it. I am coming back to it. I am, uh, you know, I'll slowly uh, get back into the, into the Twitter side of things, mm. but... Uh, uh, it was, it was, I was really upset that I couldn't make it to bits this year. I mean, it was one of the hardest things I had to do was to not come to that. Uh, well, it, I it sort definitely of felt was, like it, I was losing, uh, a huge chunk of my life. Cause even though I don't game much, mm-hmm. the community, especially with Twitter and the podcast and everything, it's really like, I'm able to stay right. connected with you guys. In and I'm sure loop. there's people all across the country and across the world that really feel that they know you guys because of the you know mm. the great job that you guys do and uh, i'm lucky enough to have met you and to have become friends with you and it, i just it was really tough not making it it was really it was not it, it was, a good weekend i turned off everything <sighs> i would i didn't check the twi- twitter facebook i had it all yeah. turned off well, for like 2 weeks i'm like if oh, you I heard later know. we're actually i mean i'm not happy you weren't here but I wound up getting really sick, and haven't I, I? I was I I was out the day you were supposed to come into town. I would have had to have been calling people, begging them to come get you because I had no way to come get you. I was almost in the hospital that Wednesday, and I went Saturday, played a few games, hung out Saturday night, and I went home and didn't come back Sunday. Like I would have had to have been begging people yeah, to take you to the airport. Pretty rough. For, yeah. for what is worth, cranky, uh, a lot, you you definitely were missed, and a lot of people were asking where you were. So. Your presence was definitely your lack of your presence was definitely felt. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, it it was tough. I mean, you and Dave, you know, I uh, Dave, I told uh, before I sent the email out to you guys, but I couldn't even bring myself to tell people because I mean, I was just, I was like, I couldn't believe I couldn't get it together, and uh, it was not a good time. I mean, yeah. and I think that's actually a good sign as to. That this is more than just you know pushing around toys on a tabletop. You know totally. we're making uh, this is a community, and you know, you know, you know, Brad and Andrea and mm. everyone. It's been a, a great to be part of it, and I'm looking at forward to getting back into it. So Absolutely. I I'm glad to hear that you'll be making guest appearances, and uh, I'm yeah, certainly going to be following your progress. Uh, you know, with the 
you know, your hobby and everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'll I'll be around. You know, the the games may change, but the community certainly does not have to. So absolutely, excellent, cool. Well, Cranky, thank you so much for calling in and saying goodbye to Chris. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Uh, really not, cool not of you. Well, you know, I'll see you soon. Exactly. exactly. Absolutely. All right, Cranky, we'll talk guys. to you soon, brother. Yeah. Thanks, Cranky. All right. Bye. All right. So you know what? Um, that was cool. That was cool. Um, so there's more stuff to come. Wow. Um, before that, though, I wanted to. Uh, I got. Uh, I got this to. Uh, Hopefully this will, okay, let's, uh, boop. Before we go to commercial, I want you to hear this. Hi, Chris. It's Dan Healan here from the Healan Hammer podcast. I was sorry to hear that you were dropping your mic and calling it a day. It's been a good run. I've enjoyed all the hours of listening to you and obviously meeting you in person. And both Wayne and I were sad to hear that you were disappearing. But I thought it was only right that we dial in and just wish you the best for the future, mate. So hopefully we'll see you again at an event in the future and that we'll be able to play Major Sigma in this new Warhammer world. Until next time, mate. We'll see you then. That's awesome. Thanks, Dan and Wayne. Um, I definitely appreciate that because, and I I started. They were the show for me when you know Eighth Edition when they first started their show and Eighth Edition was just starting. Right. I listened to their show religiously, you know, to glean some tactical knowledge. And I always thought they were such. Their show was so well put together. Oh yeah. That uh, yeah, to have actually met them and consider them friends now to me, I, it's a true blessing. Yeah. That no, it's really cool. I mean, I remember, uh, I was you know, starting listening to Podhammer, and yeah. I was one of the, now. I don't know if you were listening. To that. I found that uh, I ordered uh, some models from this place called Legion's Games in mm-hmm. Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And when they sent it, they sent me some 40K radio business cards. Right. And I went to that website, and it had they were still fronts. They had links to this. I'm like, oh, sure. Warhammer. I was listening to Podhammer. And uh, I got into it, too. I was telling Christopher about it. He wasn't really listening. I was actually I would get up at like four in the morning. So when they would do the live broadcast, yeah, would call over, in. No, I would just or, I would get up and listen to it live. Yeah. I would listen to it. It was like three in the morning, and then I'd listen to it, and they do it, and then I would shut off. And that would be like the time they would sign up would be like ready for me to get to work. I would listen right. to that, and then uh, you know Dan and Wayne and and, yeah, yeah. and Ben and Ben Curry were doing that. Um, dude, I, I remember when we got them to come on the show. Christopher, yeah, that was and I. fun. Yeah, and it was like so hard because I had I had to really play with the sound because I I had something messed sure, up with yeah. it, but. I, once we got them on, it was like a coup because they hadn't come on any other really American shows. That I had I remember because you texted me like, "Oh, you know, you should come by at this time." I'm like, "Why?" Because I was I was you know guest yeah. host occasionally. Yeah. I'm like, "I'll try to make it there when I can." Because I was tied up with something. I got there late, and you were like, "Guess what? We just finished recording with Dan and Wayne." I remember thinking like, "Oh, I missed it." Yeah. I was absolutely gutted. Oh yeah, I know. We, we just I mean when we found out they were going to be on, Chris and I were like doing the happy dance. Oh, for like I bet. Days. I bet. We were and trying not to blurt to everybody that yeah. we're gonna, like keeping it quiet so that they, they you know when we actually played it it would be right. a surprise it was really cool I, I will say this though Dan and Wayne if you do fly in to Adepticon or Chicago for another tournament and you need a ride you know with the minivan and everything we got a new one yep. I will be more than happy to swing by and pick you up fantastic and I bet they would be very happy for that so um, alright so you know what here's what we will do is uh, you know what we're going to take another break mm-hmm. and I'm certain we're going to have uh more calls, more fun, and more surprises. Huh? Yeah, more surprises on the way. So we'll be right back.
Hey folks, it's Dave. Are you looking for that special model to add to your army? A monstrous creature or maybe a character model? Something unusual that not everybody else is fielding on their table? Well, then you should check out Mierce Miniatures at MierceMiniatures.com. Their Darklands line is full of some of the most fantastic creature models you'll ever see. And with the success of their recent Kickstarter, those models will be perfect for you to play in their forthcoming Darklands game. So whether you're looking for a new skirmish level game to play with lots of cool monstrous creatures, or you're just looking for that extra special model to add to your existing games line, Mears Miniatures is really worth your time. Check them out at Mears-Miniatures.com and seriously guys, you'll be glad you did. Right, and uh, we're back with a little more of a big send-off for, send for, for Mr. You here. Right. So, um, well, I suppose I should uh, play this for you next. Hold on, what do we got here? Hey there, guys. Chris Tomlin here. Thought I'd leave a little message for the departing Mr. You. I uh, just wanted to say thanks for all the great work you've put in to make Garage Hammer such a fantastic show over the last few years. Uh, since Chris Barnett left, people were really wondering how the show would carry on and what David would do to keep the show on its feet. And you coming in really, really helped with that and really made that second seat there your own. And it's been fantastic for me personally, not only as a listener of the show, but also someone who was lucky enough to sort of come in on the inside and uh, and also work alongside you as part of the End Time series. So that was fantastic and a great experience for myself. So I guess just wish you the best in whatever you get up to next in this uh, wide and diverse hobby of ours. And, and I'm sure our paths will cross sometime again down the line. I guess now the real intrigue is who will take your place and uh, become, well... Either the third Chris or not. I guess we'll see, eh? But yeah, thanks again to Chris and David as well. Let's not forget the great work he does. And I'm sure we'll continue to make this one of the top podcasts out there. Cheers, guys. Bye. Thanks, Chris. I know that was a little rough for you to hear. No, no, I, I shouldn't was able be to as make rough it out. Yeah. yeah, that was a very heart, heartfelt message. So I, I, I do appreciate that. And, uh, you know, it's, it's funny th that all the, uh, I suppose what I would miss most is the opportunity to make friends in this way through the podcast. I mean, I've met a lot of really good people, a lot of made a lot of great friends. I hope they feel the same way. Oh yeah. Um, I, well, I guess what I miss is that opportunity, you know, you, when you're on the air, people know you <laughs> and it's easy to, I guess, get to know people that way. People keep asking me, Hey, are you going to keep doing this when, uh, yeah. you know, Chris, I'm like, dude, this is the only way I keep in touch with the community. This is the only way people know who I am. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's right. like, you know, it's it's that uh, you know. So I yeah, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, with but that. It, it was great working with Chris on the end times coverage and uh, the way he really took hold of, especially the the, the Kane book. I mean, he you could tell oh. he's a true diehard. Fan. Oh, he totally loved it. Yeah, yeah. So it was great to work with him and to have meet, met him and Chippy Rick and uh, the other guys at uh, Wapaka was just. I mean, those are some of my fondest memories ever, bar none. Yeah, you know, to see these guys and meet them in person. You know, I knew we, you see them on Twitter and they have their podcast, but to actually meet them in person and interact with them and see their miniatures in person as oh, well. Oh, I know. Uh, or play, uh, you know, Triumph and Treachery and just interact with them as, you know, everyday people. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the best part, really. Well, and it's, and it's, it's, 
you know, it's people. You know, people always tell us, "I feel like I know you because I hear you right. all the time." Yeah. And so these are guys that we listen to all the time. They yeah. listen to us. Yeah. And so it's like we do when we when we finally say, "Hey, I'm going to be there," and we meet up. It's like, oh, yeah, hey, you know, yeah, it's, it's hard. To, it's almost hard to not to fanboy out. You know, yeah. Like, and it's all, but I it's also weird. All the time. It's also weird because it's almost. It's like we we do kind of know each other well enough where yeah. we just starting conversations that we've never had and it, it <laughs> right. feels like we're picking up from where we left yeah, off yeah. when we had never actually left especially off especially when you hear the other person's voice in your head already you know oh exactly exactly so yeah that was uh, so cheers Chris I'm looking forward to seeing you again hopefully at maybe Wapaka at Epticon who knows uh, I'm gonna miss what I wanted to try oh, I wanted to go to Wapaka so bad what did you think of their announcement of going multi-game they're not gonna run AOS well, some as, I mean, as announced, mostly Infinity and Saga. Well, um, I think uh, I already Chad Hansen. I already think he's picking up an AOS. Is he? Okay. Yeah, and there's Infinity and Saga, and I'm pretty certain someone's going to jump in and try to run Malifaux. Kings of War, maybe. Yeah, Kings yeah. of War. I mean, you know the the um, at the very least, Rob Fanouf is going to be there, and he's going to want to run Kings sure. of War. And that's kind of what I'm excited about. It's just like sign up and do whatever you want, or just hang out. Right. And like I said, I don't. You know, I only get to see certain guys like twice a year. Sure. Um, in fact, when I found out that Rotor and Brosca are coming for the UITS, the Ufinity, yeah, um, that was like, oh, God, I'm, 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 I've now I, <laughs> like, listen, we have nothing this weekend, right? right? Because I, I'm, you know, Friday it's, night yeah, and you're, Saturday, you're, I'm definitely going to be go. out. Yeah, got to see my, got to see my pals. So we'll see what happens. But um, all right, um, let's see. I got a couple more things here, and. Um, what are, what other bags are you gonna pull out here? Oh, or what other tricks are you gonna pull out of their bag? Oh, my bag of tricks is is deep, my friend, deep and uh, and wide. So let's see what else I got here. David, you got a deep bag. <laughs> uh, that's what they tell me. <laughs> Go. Let me see what I've got here for you. Oh, oh, okay. Before I get that, we got a call coming in. Okay. Who could it be? Hello. 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 Domus. Domus. What's going on, buddy? Ooh, more calls coming in tonight. It's good to hear from you. I, this is certainly a pleasant surprise. Yeah, we've yeah. been. Yeah, you guys have been talking to everybody tonight, I take it? Just a couple of people. It's getting kind of late and uh, people had things going on, but, um, you know, Cranky Lawyer called and you're calling yep. in and we got some voicemails from across the pond. Chris and I just played Chris's first game of Age of Sigmar, so it's kind of a busy night. We're having a good time. We saw that on Twitter. We were I was excited to see giving it a try. Yeah, you know, I've, we've been playing Warhammer for so long, and uh, I, I felt I owed it to the show and our listeners to at least give it a try. So, uh, yeah, it was actually pretty fun. It is a fun game. Uh, Tournament-wise, I'm not quite sure what the future holds, but for a, a beer and pretzels type game, if you want to have a fun evening hanging out with your bros, uh, I could certainly see this fitting, you know, filling that niche. A- absolutely. Having a beer, hanging out with your buddies, and, you know, using the giant horde of models that we all have in our right. basements, absolutely. No kidding, no kidding. So, yeah, so, Domus, um, it's Chris's last show. And I know you were not what? always a listener, especially when we did the longer format shows, because you're like, I just don't listen to nothing for no three, four hours. <laughs> I like you and Barnett just fine, but I ain't listening to nobody for four hours. And Chris, you is the one who implemented the let's try to keep it to two, yeah, two and well, a half. Yeah, I have a life too, right? So, <laughs> so I know you. P- I know you picked up and started listening a little more once once the dulcet tones of Chris, you were on the show. Uh. 
Well, yeah, absolutely. And uh, I always thought you guys complimented each other really well. Um, with Dave being overly passionate and emotional and Chris, you know, still passionate, but more restrained and focused. And I don't know, you tell you how the guy takes a minute to think about what he says. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you got to rein this guy in a that little was bit. Not, that was not a dig. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. It could. It, I, you could take it that way. I know what you meant, though. Hey, dude, I've heard it enough times. Uh, I, I will. I will always go back to my uh, my favorite uh, my favorite U- iTunes review with oh, Christopher. Right. The one guy, Christopher, really knows what he's talking about, and the other guy thinks he's funny. <laughs> I, I I suspect that was one of the Wisco dice guys. I don't know. Well, it was it was it was it was from Wisconsin. It said something about being from Wisconsin yeah. in there. So uh, who knows? I, I don't, don't know. care. But, I don't uh, care. But you know, this is this is definitely not goodbye because as the scene is changing and the community is evolving, Domus, you and I will probably cross paths. You know, in Infinity. I mean, we chat a lot. At, you know, as it is, but Infinity has definitely opened the door for that. Oh, absolutely, and and quite a few are joining us for the ride, so I'm yeah. happy to see it. I, I am too, and it's a lot of people are passionate about it, and I haven't seen the hobby fires, so to speak, be you know burn this brightly for quite a while. Dude, it's okay. It's crazy. I don't know if I mean maybe not in the other place. I haven't seen it picking up outside of the Midwest. Like the I mean, seriously, I mean after Gen Con, at least four guys in this area have like. Come home with like what three four hundred dollars worth of tables yeah, right. of terrain. Yep, Ab- absolutely. And people are buying armies. I mean, Tom McClure ran out and bought an army. Surprised the crap out of me, <laughs> but I was, I was really happy about it. Yeah, that he tweeted that, and he bought just a ton of stuff. I mean, he oh. doesn't ease in. He didn't ease into it at all. But Mc- no, he was. It was funny too because he was only going to buy a starter set and build <laughs> it and paint it. And the next thing I know, he sent that picture out. <laughs> what now? What is he playing? Alef, Steel Phalanx. Okay, and what are you playing? Uh, I'm going to be U.S. Ariadna. Uh, now I did, I did order the Ariadna when they when they announced the box. I yeah. did order that, but but I've been playing um, Pan Oceania because I never play a elite like the you know the right. the fancy. The sleek, we've got money guys. and yeah, like even Absolutely. you know. I looked at War Machine. I said, Signar, nah. I look at this and I'm like, nah, I don't want that. Right. I look at it, I'm like, I never play that. And it's like, I never, I, everything I paint is always filthy and battered. And Yeah, these guys are shiny and bright. Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah. I kind of like Expand that. Expand your hobby horizons. Yeah, that's, that's I, fantastic. I picked it exactly because it's not the type of army I normally would paint. It's right. going to be something different for me. And I really enjoy how that one's playing. But even I've gone sort of, you know, sort of full on into it. I don't have a table. But everybody I know does, so I don't really need one yet. Sure. Well, yeah, you got to you know take one step at a time. But yeah, wrong with that. that's a big commitment to you know. Tom and I talk about that a lot. He, I got one, so he doesn't need to. But it's a mm. time and money commitment mm-hmm. to get it not only bought but built and painted too. You know what I like what you're doing with your table is that you've put a lot of forethought into you know how your miniatures look, but also that that the table is going to match apparently the look of your minis. Well, it's, it was going to match the look of the minis, but that's not going to work out for me. So the bases are going to match the table, mm. and I think I'm going to go a different way with the miniatures. Oh, okay. Well, they, st- they still tie in together, though. In. Yeah, they'll, they'll just blend in and disappear into right. the base. Don't, you know? So I need that contrast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dave, I picked Ariadna for the same reason. I would normally never pick anything human and paint human 
I just stay away from it as a rule of thumb. So that and the GI Joe factor really pulled me yeah. in. Well, I was telling Chris it was funny because I actually said, "Well, you know what? I didn't know if I wanted to get into this game because I've got, I've jumped into so many games and then not played them that often." And uh, I'm like, "Okay." Uh, so I was reading the fluff, and the hockey slum was the one that I read. I'm like, "This sounds pretty cool." These no, I just kept picturing him dressed up like Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> Man. You know what I'm saying? But I did. I mean, they're out in the right. desert, and I was picturing that. So when I looked, and they all looked like, you know, Ketachan warriors from 40K. They all, you know, just like big bare chest with vests and on motors. I'm like, oh, that's not what I pictured. Like, I really wanted the, like, the guys the flowing with flowing robes. Yeah. And like, scimitars. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I was, that's kind of what I carpets. Pic- well, that's what I pictured in my head. Well, and I was just, like, I wanted to do that. some conversion opportunities. And when they didn't have that, I said, nah. And so I kept looking. I like them just on the strength of that tag alone. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a cool army. I keep looking back at it more and more, but I'm like, you know what? I don't need more. The Ariadne, I only really picked up because Harrison's interested, and so now I have a second force. So mm. so I, I have a second force. If someone else wants to play and learn, sure, I have right. something for them to learn. I don't plan on buying anything more than their starter set. Well, Domus, so this is an exciting time for our, our community, especially locally, because uh, I know you've been, I mean, really guts deep into the Warhammer scene for quite a while, whether it's helping with Adepticon or, you know, the um, the minions uh, thing that you and Caius did. I mean, you're you're heavily, inv- you were, and maybe still are, heavily invested in the Warhammer community. So I'm very excited to see where things go in terms of Infinity. Yeah. Me, me too. I, I just want, you know, more guys keep coming, which is great. And, and I'm still for playing any kind of Warhammer um you know, that people want to play. Well, not any kind. I, I'm playing Age of Sigmar. Mm-hmm. How's that? But, um, you know, it doesn't fit the competitive game. And, and for me, Infinity really does. It, mm. You know, it is a brutal, murderous game. Oh, and yeah. I love, I love that. I just, it, it feels uh, unshackled, if you will, and just go kill everything. And I'm cool with that. Right. Because there's no need to comp it. Everything, you know, if you, it, it's very unforgiving. If you make a mistake, you're going to get punished for it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I, I don't know. For me, you know, I started in the hobby back in the '90s with Necromunda, mm. and this is like Necromunda on steroids. Oh, yeah. It's just amazing. So that yeah. was why I held off for so long. But the opera for me, what got me in was the Operation Ice Storm sale for fifty-five bucks. Picking up that box, mm. that was a no-brainer. And then I played a game, and that was it. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I had the demo from Chris, and I kind of liked it, but we just had, like, the three grunts. I'm like, this is kind of cool. Then when we played that game at my house, the 300-point game, and it's like, okay. And it took us a long time to play, and I got I'm like, this is the mission. really cool. Once you, have, once you figure out how to, you know, win the mission, that's really right. where the game really comes into its own. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's hot. And then that miniature market, every time they offer some really cool thing, by the time I get on there, it's sold out. I was right. so mad. I missed out on some really awesome deals. I need me a tag or a squallows or something like that. I don't Go know how to use it, but I've not played over 170 points yet, and uh, I had in 170 points. I bet I had 12 orders on the table or something. It was just crazy. Oh wow, yeah. So it, based on the lists that you've been putting together, we're talking Infinity again. You, it looks like you'll be saturating your army with just tons of orders. So so qu- quantity over quality in that case. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think that. And it seems like from a very noobish perspective that that makes a lot of sound, you know, take more shots, even if they're not as good. Right. 
Yeah, I, I, I tend to do the same thing. Lots of cheap guys, and I, you know, will pool, you know, fuel the one really good guy, maybe, the useful guy in that situation with all the orders to have him achieve the objectives or kill a bunch of guys or whatever. Man, my unit, I got those 10 guys, and two of them have the little aux bots, so I yeah. got like 12 models on the table. I got one guy with a little jump pack. I got four basic grunts, and then I got the couple of guys with those Spitfires. It's just yeah. like, pop, pop, pop. <laughs> yeah, I never found that 10 models is, in 300 points especially. It was was enough. 10 orders. It seems so light to me. It, it does. It does. And, you know, I when I did 170 points, I played Scott with his Steel Phalanx, mm-hmm. and uh, I put together a link team of just four guys led yeah. by HMG. And it was just a ballista skill 11 HMG, mm. but that thing was brutal. I mean, it was just so much board control. If yeah. you walked out to their line of fire, you were dead. Oh, yeah. Well, my two games with those with that list, and I will say this. I bought All I had was that starter box. I was on vacation, and I tweeted out, all I have is a starter box. What else do I need? And a couple of people answered, and Relian answered. Right, and Relian was going to call in tonight, but he had to, he got wound up he had to work really early in the morning, so he wound up tapping out. But uh, oh, sorry to hear that. He sent cool. me a list of what I should get, and I just went because this is when they were having that sale of at, at Miniature Market at X amount off of yeah. any order. I heard yeah. up everything he told me. Uh. <laughs> I got the set. It came in. I said, "Okay, I need a list for three hundred points." He sent me the list. I had no idea what I was doing. Like, this list works good. I don't know why, but I like it. <laughs> right. And hey, you know, for 10 orders, my whole 300 point list, I lost by one die roll to you and I won my next game. Yeah, so, yeah. It's, uh, a good, it's a good list. There's no <laughs> it's definitely lean and it's it's mean. So. Uh, I, uh, it's so much fun. I mean, every every second you got to be involved. Right. Well, that's it. That to me was the thing that mm. once I realized the ARO what it does and how it happens, I was sold just on that concept alone. Mm. Nothing else mattered. Yeah, it's a very engaging game. Do do you find I was talking about this on a, on a previous episode. Do you find that uh, Infinity as a game, is it more or less the same in intensity uh, as compared to a Warhammer tournament, let's say, of maybe the 8th edition? Well, I think it will be. I, I think right now, for me, it feels more intense just because I'm on this pressure on myself mm. to know my rules. Right. And, you know, I'm trying to jam. You know, there's hundreds of little rules are just trying to jam into your head. And I've, I have not read and focused on anything but the rules my guys are going to use. So, like, I encountered Viral today, and I was looking that up, and I was like, oh, my gosh, there's, you know, and somebody's suggesting to get an AP, and I'm like, why would I care about AP? All these guys are armor 3 and 4, right? Mm -hmm. He's like, dude, tags are armor 10, you know, and I'm like, okay, so there's more out there, and I don't have any idea, so I signed up for a tournament at the end of September in Milwaukee. I saw that. I, that's that's I'm cool. i go and get stomped, and, and that's always been the best way to learn. In my I opinion. totally agree. That is the best way to learn. Oh, yeah. And you make a lot of good friends that way through that learning process, brutal as it may be, but that's a great way to make some friends, too. Absolutely. There's a there's a couple guys up there that um, are old-school Warhammer players that are into Infinity. Tom Back is one of them. And he played Warhammer back in 05. And uh, I just found out Dave Bednarak is jumping into it. I saw. So uh, it's good stuff, man. Yeah, that that, that is cool. That's, it's great to see a lot of people that we're familiar with, that we're friends with, are, you know, if, you, if we move together in the, right dire- in the same direction, I mean, the community, then it retains, right? Cohesion. Well, that's it, right? We all want to, We you know, I, I feel like there's, there's forces that are trying to dictate the game because at the end of the day, we all want to stay together, right. which is admirable. 
but but I think what we're seeing is you're going to see groups section off into other games. Mm-hmm. You know, who knows what's going to happen? I certainly don't. I just love this game, right. and, and I just want to talk about it all the time. <laughs> right. That's on my mind. I'm kind of looking forward to see what's going to happen at Adepticon. Because I'd rather, I'm looking forward to seeing if they do a lot of one-day tournaments. Because I know Alex is going to do, he said he's going to do AOS, or he's planning on it. I'm hoping he does it, like, as a one-day thing, you know, keeping the games. Because I'd like to be able, if he does a couple of different things on one day, I wouldn't mind doing that one day. I'd like to do some some Infinity. Mm -hmm. I would like to play some Malifaux. It's like sort of... Diversify, right? Well, now that the, well, obviously we're all just going to go play Warhammer, now that that yeah. is sort of gone, where it's like, no, right. not obviously, we're all just going to play Warhammer, and we've all sort of branched out. It's like, wow, there's so many other cool things. It's like I'd like to, I'd like to give a give it a give it a whirl. Right. When there's we're all there. these games out there, like variety, like wow. And he gets it. He plays Malifaux quite a lot. And um, Scott and I did a pretty good job of setting the hook for him. I saw that. Into Infinity. You know, so. just the day before, he and I were texting, and he was asking me like, oh, why should I play Infinity? You know, uh, eh, I'm kind of uh, no one around here plays it. He's very like lukewarm, who, very tepid. Who, who is this? Alex Gonzalez. Oh, he's very tepid on the idea of jumping. In. And then the next day, at, at his birthday party, when you guys had the demo, all of a sudden, like, yeah, he's going in and he's picking combined army. I'm like, wow, that was a good salesmanship job by you guys. It was Tom was doing demos and I was playing Scott and I, I brought all the I wasn't going to bring it, but I decided to bring all the wars and the terrain and that. That alone is the hugest salesman I think you can have. It's so visually interesting. It is. It's so fun. So Tom taught Tom taught three or four of the Rockford guys how to play Infinity, and they were they were all interested in jumping in. and And Alex, you know, had already picked the force, and he's like, "We played three guys. I want to go to a bigger game right away. I got to try a bigger game." You know, he he got it. He was ready to jump in. Nice. As, as far as Adepticon goes, what I know that I I feel comfortable telling you guys is that Alex's number one concern is keeping the community together as much as possible. You know, he's just like the rest of us. He just wants to hang out with the same group of people we've you know we've all kind of grown up with together and had a blast with and keep it going. Yeah, I I feel like that um, that's a hard thing to keep. With everything being so fluid, and you know, for every person that leaves, you're gonna get you know at least one person, a new person to to fill that spot. So while it may not be the same, you know, it's good. It'll change. And people always come back. So well, that's right. what I'm thinking. Is eventually, I mean, how many people have left for an edition or for a couple of years and moved back? Either this game is gonna, either people are gonna figure out how to play Warhammer again as a tournament game, or another edition or something will come out and. People sort of gravitate back to it. We've all got these models. We've all got this stuff. We're not Absolutely. going anywhere. And let's face it, Adepticon's all in the same damn building. It's like, it's, right. you know, right. we'll all still be there. Yeah. We'll all still be hanging out. And it's always been kind of the point is to, is to branch out into different stuff. And, you know, there are a lot of people working really hard to figure this out. And, and I think ultimately someone's going to come across with a winning formula or GW sales are going to dip. Hmm. You know, and they're gonna they're gonna do something with an attempt to win everybody back. Well, I had told Chris earlier. I went I went to the Clash of Swords uh, website that you know because they got that tournament going on in England this weekend, and Mo, the guy running it, had put together his comp. And Harrison and I are going to be using that to play this week just to give it a try. They said they know it's not perfect, 
but it's you got to start somewhere. So right, absolutely, absolutely. You know, and I, I don't know. I told the guys in Rockford this over the weekend, but you know, for me, the smartest thing GW could do would be they've already got this license with Fantasy Flight Games. Um, so lean on that license. Let them take over writing the games. Let GW just make models. Hmm. You know, because uh, they're doing a heck of a job with their games. And in fact, uh, Alex Davy, one of our one of the Warhammer players, is a massive designer of the X-wing system. Oh, really? So, I didn't know that. Yeah, there's a body in place that's a, a high-level designer there. Yeah, he's like a hot shot now, which is awesome. Because, you know, if that kind of opportunity ever opened up, he would be the guy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He certainly got the chops for it. I mean, those are good credentials. Absolutely. You know, I couldn't I couldn't do that. That my my brain is not is not wired for that kind of stuff. So, you know, just like writing the compacts, I'm happy to read them mm. and I'm happy to give my input, but to sit down and do all that work and figure all that out, that's that's just not something I would do. And if yeah. we get Joe mm-hmm. Rogers to do it, that dude is excellent mm-hmm. at creating that kind of stuff. But he's oh, yeah. got no interest. I, I saw that. What, so what did you think of uh, Wapaka? I mean, they're kind of one of the first major tournaments. That and Holy Wars, I suppose. Those two are kind of, um, you know, the first to sort of drop the news and, and announce their intent. And they're going in different directions. Holy yeah. Wars has sort of embraced the AOS. Wapaka, to a lesser extent, although I guess they're allowing those who want to step up to run an AOS event if they wanted to. So it's interesting to see the tournament scene shift and go in different directions. But I really like the idea. You know, we all kind of talked about it on Twitter when the AOS bubble burst that, you know, at many conventions would be, might be the way of the future. And I'd love to see WAPAC. I'd love, I want to give it a try. Let's see, you know, we're all going to get together and hang out and be in the same room. Right. Who cares? I mean, right. we don't play half the crowd anyway, right? Who cares what the other guys are playing? Yeah, well, before you'd, you'd, you'd play, uh, you know, your four opponents for the weekend, your five opponents, and that'd be it. So, and now with a smaller tournament, you know, you're talking to your buddies, hey, what are you going to sign up for? Hey, I want to do this. I'll do that that night too, especially with three different nights, three, you know, different things going on, different nights. You know, just find your group, pick your game. I mean, heck, that's what we wind up doing after the initial three games go anyway. Right. Now it's just like the whole weekend of that. That's, oh, God, that's that sounds like so much fun. I'm looking at Infinity and Saga. So, I mean, you know, they... I, uh, I was asked to run a game, but you know, I want to go and play and hang mm. fun. I don't want to work. That's just <laughs> right. <that's work>. <laughs> <laughs> and the only thing I would probably run would be like a board game, like a Dominion tournament or something. But I just don't want to work. No, oh, that's understandable, especially you know with all the driving and the weather to get there. You just want to relax. So hats off like to those to who do run stuff. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I like to drink at Wapaka. That's what you do right. there. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, despite all the changes. Um, and a lot of people are very apprehensive about the the scene is right now being so fluid. Uh, it is a, a very exciting time. I'm looking forward to uh, you know seeing what other p- games people get into and seeing where people land and end up. Uh, so, but for better or worse, it is very exciting. Me too. I, I'm really glad that the 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 negative vibe has started to vanish, and you know people people got their feelings hurt. I get it. It happened to me at the beginning of Eighth Edition. You know, and and people are just kind of getting right with themselves. The negativity is going away, and everybody's just doing what they want to do, and that's okay. Yeah, yeah. It's taken a good month to get there, but I think most of the people who have decided it's not for them have just moved on to their other things and 
They don't have any time to sit around. There's very few people who have time to just sit around and wait for someone to bring it up and attack them for it. Which right. Those those last three or four people, it's just like okay, they're they're still on it, but the rest of us are doing okay. So, I mean, I, I don't see what they post anyway. So <laughs> exactly, right? Exactly. Oh. Well, Domus, thanks for calling up on this. Yeah, episode, I appreciate man. your calling in and uh, spending some time with us. Thanks for having me on. I'm I'm glad to come in and get a chance to say goodbye to Chris on the air. And definitely, you know, drew me in. But you know, he's not the only reason to stay, Dave. Uh, <laughs> Keep talking about infinity. There, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, I got enough people in the community who know about it, so we'll have stuff going on. Yeah, absolutely. So, are you uh, are you looking? You know, what are your thoughts for the future? Are you going to adapt and embrace this multi game system type of ideal as well? You mean for the podcast? Yeah. You know, we talked about it, and I thought about it, but to be honest with you, I'm watching, and it's like first we had the the, the quick the quick group of podcasts who all just quit podcasting. They said, "This is the game we like. It's gone. We're done." Then right. we had a bunch who said they're going over to multi game podcast where they're just going to talk about there's already a lot of multi there's like a glut of those already i don't know that i have much more to give for that you know what i'm saying and i'm enjoying aos and you know i still want to go and do my fluff coverage of what they're bringing out i'm I'm actually excited about bringing out these new realms and all this stuff i mean i've got a good three four episodes worth of just aos stuff to go so it sort of really depends on what AOS is doing for me, um, you know, I, I'm not going to be doing too many of the Garage Gamers anymore, but I'm still going to play these other games. So am I a multi-game podcast? I kind of always have been. I've just always put the extra games out on as bonus episodes. Okay. And so now I'm just going to keep them in the regular episodes because I just, like I said a couple episodes ago, I just don't have, I got I got things that are keeping so there's you know no no more time for all the extra episodes so just keeping it straight but i think i'm going to keep aos focused cuz i i'm enjoying it and it's it's kind of what i want to talk about so yeah we've really we've talked about and we haven't done it yet cuz we've been bitten pretty heavy by the infinity bug but tom and i are really interested in focusing on like 30 model armies 30 wound 30 model some you know small little forces build them paint them yeah build them paint them play some games um, you know, for us, the big thing that the AOS is giving us that we've never had before is we can get our kids interested and our, our kids uh, are video game players right. and just have never cared, but a quick, fast game that, you know, that's totally cool. I can do that. I can give you an hour, dad. We <laughs> get right. that kind of stuff. Exactly. Well, like I said, the starter box, Chris and I played and even with stopping and talking it through and, you know, recording, we, we recorded the game as we were doing it. It took us an hour and a half to play the starter box. And How'd that work out? Who won? Uh, Stormcast Eternals. Uh, uh, took, yeah, my, took the my Sigmarites uh, ended up taking it. Yeah. Nice. Did you sit in the cover? Because that's the way to win with those guys. No, we sort of, I, I, I kind of pulled up a little bit, and I, I was actually, in the beginning, I looked like I was doing really well. I'm like, ooh, look, I got this going. And then... Um, my my more elite unit popped, and once that happened, he just surrounded my. Or, or do you mean to ha- make sure the combat occurs in cover? Is that what you mean to get the? Yeah, yeah. I played Tom uh, with the starter set, and I just sat in forests and waited, yeah. made him come to me. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> like what two three plus armor? Something right, stupid. right. 
<laughs> no, yeah, that that does make sense. We didn't. I didn't uh, fight in cover, but some lucky rolls, uh, you know, made it not necessary. Yeah. No, we yeah, we had fun though. We had a good time. Yeah. I can't wait to play a round base army. So that's my big excitement point. Hmm. Yeah. In fact, yeah, I had to order those round those twenty five mil rounds from uh, Mantic so that my new as I, as I build more zombies because I'm not going to rebase the old ones. I can just drop them into those, right. so I'll have some. Uh, so I'll, as my uh, as my VC converts, right? I'll be ready. Ready, awesome. Yeah, check out. I was talking earlier to with uh, earlier in the show. Um, you should try check out that Clash of Swords, um, the tournament that's going on in England this weekend. Oh yeah, I've got the pack because that's what that's what Herner's using for Holy Wars. Yeah, dude, I kind of I kind of like that. You can you can scale that down to sizes of what you want to play, but that's what Harrison and I are going to be doing when he pulls out his Wood Elves and I'm taking my VC. We're gonna we're gonna go with that comp and see if we make some adjustments. We'll probably bring summoning in it to some degree, but uh, I like the flexibility. I like the pool system and you know being able to react and change up and. And have better counters and not, you know, Warhammer was always about, not just about skill, but there were matchups that were just really bad. Mm-hmm. So the the pool thing really alleviates a lot of that. Well, and that's like, I mean, if you read the basic rules, technically, I mean, the way to play is to bring your entire flipping army and then see what they're putting out and put out your own stuff. And that could lead to insanity. But yeah. so by having the pools, but only playing a certain portion of it, that sort of game within a game, looking what they're putting and you putting your own thing down, um, I think that would lead to a much more fulfilling time for everyone involved. I agree. Brad made the best comment. I saw. I think it was just today about that on Twitter because somebody was talking about that, and he said, "Yeah, but nobody in real life plays like that." And I just thought that was hilarious. What do you mean, like just putting down their whole collections? Right. That, you know, because because every game we played, we kind of just made a gentleman's agreement. Mm. You know, here's the rough guidelines. Let's. You know, let's not be D-bags. Let's have fun. And and it's been very successful. Well, and that's the thing. I was even listening to Jaded GamerCast. They're like, oh, you know what? Whoever has the most money wins. I'm just going to bring my 10 Bloodthirsters. And it's like, or, you know. And, yeah. Yeah, and what does GW care? You just bought 10 Bloodthirsters, whether you're having fun or your opponent's having fun. I, I wonder right. if, I wonder if uh, Alex will make that the new, um, you know, the Big Hammer format. You just bring all your stuff and. Apocalypse. Right. Well. I know things, but I don't think I'm at liberty to share. So no, I don't, 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 don't. No, no, I'll let him spill the beans. I'm not going to spill any of the beans. He, but you know, he's mindful of everybody. How's that? That's cool. And like I said, I mean, it, it, the, what it really breaks down to is if the guy shows up with his, you know, you know, I, I bought ten stone horns and seven ogres. And so I win. Uh, you know, after the first or second game, I think. I mean, here. I mean, we talk about in the Midwest how we, you know, we, we play with comp, but you have that you know, that sort of societal pressure comp where if you're if you're coming in too hard, the rest of the group's like, dude, you know, you need to dial it back. Heck, when we first started NW two, we were all playing. We all had to get used to each other's play styles, you know, and say, okay, are we, you know, certain 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 gaming groups are like, you know, I know certain gaming groups where everybody brings their hardest nails lists sure. every week, and that's what they play, and some people play fluff and. It's 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 that's it's that social contract. It depends on who you're playing yeah. with, and I, I just don't think that the person bringing the I win every time list because I can afford, you know, ten of the best model on the table. Eventually, nobody plays with that person, so they either adapt or they go away. 
And, and nobody really does that. He no. them and paints it. Because that, it's not, if that's how you got to win, you know. Go and right then, ahead, win. I don't care. Right. Yeah. But, and who's having fun with that? Hey, I painted 10 stone horns and now I'm bringing this in. Really? Yeah, Did no. you, why? Why would you want to do that? You know, it, it's funny you say that because all the all the nastiest stuff I've seen. You know, you saw the reports come out about the Zinch guys and the summoning and the stuff. All of that crap was proxied. Everybody oh. was proxying everything. <laughs> right. And no, you know, nobody had ten lords of change. <laughs> it was, yeah, all it was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could. I mean, what, how much are they? What seventy-five bucks a piece or sixty you, bucks? You a could, piece? but really, I mean, theory and practice—two different things. Huh? If you spend a thousand dollars on just Lords of Change, you know what? Here, you, you, yes, go ahead, you right, win, right? You, you know, you yes, you can buy your victory. You could. Uh, you, you, uh, I don't know what's wrong with you, though. Lords of Change is right because after that kind of spending, that's all you'll have left in your bank account. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. All right, well, listen, Domus, we're going to take a break and uh, come back and, and wrap things up here. So, listen, man, thank you so much for calling in tonight. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, it was, it was a definitely a pleasure. And I'm looking forward to, you know, further uh, gaming in the future and uh, is he, is, seeing are, how things develop. Are you going to be at uh, Ufinity? I am, absolutely. Nice. All right, I'm, well, I'll see you there then. Excellent. I'm a staunch supporter, and I, I look forward to uh, – it and getting my face stomped, maybe stomping a little face. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, I got two up. starter boxes on the. If Miniature Market would ever send the damn boxes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it should uh, be fun. I'm looking forward to that as well. Me too. I can't wait, guys. All right, take it easy, Domus. Yeah, Thanks, Chris, Domus. farewell, my brother. Have a great night, oh, guys. I'll, you'll see me around still. I'm not going anywhere. I know, I know, but it's the podcast. Thing, yeah, right? I hear you. <laughs> All right, take care, okay. buddy. Hey, yeah, yeah. yeah. Real quick, Dave, did you uh, did you secure a replacement, or is that a hush hush? You can't tell me. Oh no, um, and you know what? I had so many people volunteer, and I, you know what? It's like it's one of those things where you kind of have to. I knew Chris was going to be a good fit when Christopher said he was leaving, because he's been on the show a bunch of times, and I knew we had a rapport. So basically, at this point, um, you know, depending on the topic, I'm just going to ask you know people to come on that I know that have volunteered. Oh, cool. And uh, so it'll be sort of like a rotating second chair, and then when I find someone who's the right fit, I'll grab a permanent second chair. Sweet. I think that's the best way to do it. I really do. I agree. Yeah, and you got to find the person who meshes with you. And and if none of the guys you know like really well, then then this is the process, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. So that's that. All right, Domus, take it Hi, easy, bro. partner. Have a great night. Yep, you too. Later, buddy. Take it easy. All right, so before we go to break, I got yeah. another... Another surprise. Another voicemail like for it. you. Here we go. So uh, this one should work just fine. Chris, all the guys at the Dwellers just wanted to send through a massive thank you for all that you've put into the cast. The show has taken leaps and bounds since you joined and all that you've provided, not just in terms of keeping Dave on track and making sure that the dwarf propaganda doesn't take over the world, but in terms of your clear, critical analysis of the game has been really appreciated all these times. So a huge thank you from the guys at the Dwellers below. Whatever we see you in the future, we're hopefully you know that you've been appreciated. Wow. Cheers, guys. That's, there you uh, go. The, yeah, thank you. I can't, I can't say thank you enough. It's good to hear from the dwellers below. Their, their show has really gone on strong, and I think uh, the scene down there has really embraced AOS. Yeah, I'm kind of excited about the stuff that they're doing right now. So yeah, yeah, they're, it's good to see them. You know, so remain so passionate about the game. 
Yeah, yeah. So, all right. So with that, we're going to take one break. We're going to come back, and we got one last surprise, and we're going to wrap up our show. in the garage hammer shirt who cares about him look at that guy with the garage hammer hoodie that's right guys nothing tells the ladies i'm one of the gaming elite like garage wear so hurry to garagehammer.net slash store and soon you'll be the guy at game night that all the gamer chicks are talking about remember boys first you get your gear then you win all your games then you get the chicks that's right, boys. The only gamers we notice are in Garage Gear. Okay, and we are... Back. We are back. So I got this email that I, I wanted to read. Um, uh, it's from a man named Bob Likens. I believe it's Likens, L-I-K-I-N-S. Uh, and he emailed because basically um, you know, he listens to the show, and he's uh, one of the board of advisors in the Nova Open Wargaming Convention. It's in Crystal City, Virginia at the Hyatt, September 3rd through 6th, uh, just outside of Washington, D.C., uh, and he, he doesn't know if I knew about the event because we've never mentioned it on the show. Mm. But it's I basically, like I said, I knew of it from 40K sure, podcast. Right. So I, you know, it's 40K. That's what I knew it sure. for. So I would obviously never mention it. Uh, but he's been listening to the show for about three, four years now. And he basically wanted to, uh, you know, he uh, wanted to let us know. Hey, he was sad that you were leaving. Um, I appreciate that. I wanted to say nice. that. And also wanted to know if we could give a plug, uh, NovaOpen.com. Mm-hmm. You know, check it out there. Um, they're having an Age of Sigmar event. Um, so they're doing that. And so they got some guys willing to do that. And you can, you can find all the event details at Nova Open. 12 different game systems Age of Sigmar, Blood Bowl, Dark Age, Drop Zone Commander, Hobbit. They got over 30 people signed up for Hobbit, including people from England. So that's who, the, who makes that game? Well, that no, it's uh, Lord of the oh, Rings. Lord of the Rings. Now oh, it's okay. now it's just the Hobbit. It's the because, Hobbit. Oh, gotcha. You know, they came with, you know, so they sure. got to change Tied the, to the movie, right? Infinity, Magic, Malifaux, 40K, War of Hordes, Wrath of Kings, and X-wing. Tons of seminars, painting competition. It's a crystal brush qualifier. Nice. Um, and he just wanted to let us know that we've got fans in the D.C. area. <laughs> we got fans in the Northeast. So you know. I, I rag on them constantly, so now I feel bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so just he asked if we would plug the Nova. NovaOpen.com. And uh, it, it, that's actually timely because it's another convention that caters to multiple games. Exactly. So, there you go. Domus just texted me, said thanks for calling. He had fun, and uh, he wasn't ready to stop talking, so... Uh. I, I would have kept him up, but it's after midnight. We're going on three hours of show well, here. Well, so. here's the thing. So he's really uh, embraced Infinity. So if you do an Infinity show, you know, Garage Gamer or whatever, 
Have yeah, fun. Absolutely. We'll, we'll we'll do that again. We'll yep. definitely do that again. All right. So um, I think that's all the voicemails that I've gotten. Um, uh, I did get one from a gentleman from South Africa, and he sent it to me uh, actually as as a file because he said to call the voicemail that long is expensive. Okay, right. You know to call oh, all the way right. from there. But he did want to say hi and stuff before going. So I'm going to play this one last voicemail, okay. and then I got one last special thing. We're going to wrap this up. So here we go. Hi, Dave and Chris. Dave from South, from South Africa, saying, how's it? How are you doing? Plus this voicemail, in inverted commas, finds you well. I decided to email my voicemailers. Calling the U.S. from South Africa is just stupidly expensive. I recently had the opportunity to listen to episode 122, Hobbying in the Hour of Darkness. The episode resonated with me. As much like yourselves, I've shifted the focus of my hobby this has been a good thing in the last few years. Um, growing older, I have diversified uh, from not only playing 40k, but also playing Warhammer Fantasy Battles as well as Infinity. From a hobby perspective, the new and extra models are great. When you discuss the various ways to re-engage with the hobby, much of it rang familiar with me, but you forgot one very important tool to reinvigorate your hobby passion, and that would be podcasts. I live in South Africa, and while it is a lovely country, the miniature wargaming community is much smaller than in the US, Europe, or Australia. Locally, we have, well, where I live, we have only three players, and between work and family, it's often weeks without a game, or speaking to a fellow gaming aficionado. The podcast fills that need for social interaction, as strange as that may sound. I pop the podcast on and I sit and paint or drive while having a discussion with my two buddies, Dave and Chris, about the hobby. Granted, it's a bit of a one-sided discussion and you fellas don't know me from Adam, (laughs) but the podcast gives me the chance to be part of a lively discussion about the hobby life and feed on that positive energy that generates. That would also be why I prefer podcasts like Garage Hammer and the independent characters who will now sadly pass into history. If I'm going to hobby vicariously, I'm going to do it positively, dammit. So Dave, watch what you're doing. In closing, I would like to thank you for providing me with many hours of hobby entertainment and I would also like to congratulate you with your coverage of the end times to date. It is without peer and was definitely my favorite of all the podcasts. That's all I got. It cut off there. I don't know if that was it, but that was all I had on well, the voicemail. Well, thanks, uh, David. Was that his name? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, David. Good message and good to hear that you know the show has uh, making inroads and helping South Africa, the community way out there. Yeah, as small as community may be, may be, they have the coolest accent that Africans that. Mm. Uh, Dude, you know, I teach drama, and I try to teach, you know, we do stuff about accents. Yeah. I cannot, I, I can't, the, a lot of people say I can't do any accents. You hear my, uh, you know. <laughs> like your uh, Scottish engineer. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I do I do a terrible Scottish accent. I don't do a dwarfish accent. It's it's obviously really bad. Um, but, oh, God. It's yeah, South African such, such a hard one to do. It sounds so cool, though, when you hear someone yeah. speaking that. It's just amazing. So, thanks for the, for the, for the voicemail, and... Um, all right, one last thing, and um, so uh, I got you a, 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 a thank you. I, I got you a gift, so I just wanted okay. to give you a gift. So I got something here. 
totally unnecessary. But I know ahead. that, but I just wanted to say thank you because seriously, when you first came on, you were going to do it for a few episodes, right. then it went to six months, and now it's been three years. Right, okay. And the fact is, you know, even finding a replacement host every two to three years is just kind of soul wrenching. So sure. this is really, you know, you've you've it's been so much fun and not have not you know not doing this twice a month with you is it's making me sad. I wanted to get some just to say thank well, don't you. Don't be sad. So, it's not like I'm dying. I know we're still gonna just, play and we're still gonna hang out. You know what I mean? So, this is yeah. this is something special. Just changing yeah. a little bit. So so I got this for I want to get to hold on one second. All right. So first of all, I uh, I talked to Jim Waffle and. Uh, I got him to get one of these. Now, he's been doing them mostly on the drives for the computer right. okay. but because he doesn't have the little printers for the thing. But Oh, cool. The shaded base coat, the that first yeah, of the yeah, painting yeah. pyramid. I know you liked that DVD. Yeah. So here's the shaded base coat DVD. So Awesome. As you're doing that. Thanks, thanks Jim. This is uh, very kind I of you. Talked, I got that from him for you. And um, I know you're really into Infinity. And... Uh, you know, you, I, you know, you got those tubs for all the terrain, right, and then you, you yeah. know, you got to have a place to put your models. And so, um, wow, this is the uh, Infinity. Uh, the this is not the custom loadout. This is the basic loadout for this is the Battle Foam Infinity bag. Um, well, this thing is heavy. Well, it comes with foam. Yeah, you can open up the top and see. You know, it's got it comes. It, this is the standard loadout. There's pluck foam on the bottom if you get big things. That thing zips around all the way in the front. They're, they're really nice. I actually got one for myself as well. But wow, this is really this is, this is too much. No, it's really, not. It really is too much. No, dude, they're sponsors of the show. That's part, you know we get stuff, yeah. and I mean it's not like I was you know I'm not breaking the bank for this. Honestly, it's you know okay. Well, it's this is. It's I'm <laughs> truly touched. I mean, this is just amazing. I, I really. want. Hey, you know what? It's. I, I wanted to get you something, and I'm like, you know what? This is really cool. It's got pouches on all the sides. It's all that stuff. And right. so you'll be able to put all your Infinity stuff in there, your templates, your dice, yeah. everything. It's Well, you'll see this bag often because we'll be playing often. Absolutely. So, so I just wanted to you know, do something nice for you, make sure you got to. Well, well thank so. you. So I, let me let me take this you know, time. Please do. Just to say my general. I'm not going to say goodbye because it's not goodbye. No. I know when Christopher left the show, he had a you know, very I'm, eloquent list of people uh, that he said you know he wanted to thank and say goodbye to mm -hmm. and uh, I, I definitely want to thank everyone that has listened to the show that has interacted with us via the forum or Twitter Facebook whatever uh, those folks that are kind enough to leave a voicemail and, and communicate you know their thanks for to us and to me for the show uh, but I'm not going to say goodbye because it's really not no. Even though I'm not going to be a co-host of this show, you will hear me on occasionally on Garage Gamers if you'll have me to talk about other games. Absolutely. Um, I'm still going to be on Twitter. You'll still, you'll still see me at all the regular conventions that I've been going to, Adepticon, Wapaka, you know, Blood and the Sun. That's not going anywhere. So because of that, uh, you won't hear my voice, but I'll still be around. And I hope to interact with each and every one of you, whether it's on the game table whether it's uh, Twitter sharing, you know, ins inspirational uh, pictures of, of our painting progress, airbrush progress, whatnot. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, it's it's not goodbye. It's definitely I'll see you around, whether in in any capacity, you know, I'll be around. Great. And and yeah, like I said, I know I'm acting like you're dying, and I, I, <laughs> right. I know that's I know that's not how <laughs> it's it not, is. Not at all. But you know, it's just. It's it's a thing we shared for three years. Sure. It, I mean, you know, if I guess there, if, there were a lot of good times. I mean, you yeah, know, the the different army book reviews, and I I still listen to some of the music that we got for those just because I, I love the music. Yeah. Uh, well, and and there's the thing, folks. Chris is actually staying on. He is a he is going from from on the mic to a producer on the show. Right. Because for those of you who don't know it, 
uh, Chris give Chris is the guy who picks most of the music for um, the, like the newer bumpers and for whenever we do reviews and I need some background music, thematic music. Yeah. Thematic music. Chris is the one who brings that to me, and he does all the the little show images, all the sliders all on the, the main. Sc- yeah, so that's, the that's easy to do. I know but- it's easy for you. For me, I mean, what you do in you know, you're like, oh, it'll take me 15 minutes. I'll right. have it for you. It'll take me like an hour. So right. it really does. It's it, it's so staying on in that capacity and helping me out with that is sure. I'm, ha- you know, I'm happy to do that. So you're still a part of the show that way. Oh, and um, I did. I did. I took your advice. Uh, see that box behind you, the white one. Yeah, that's the uh, airbrush. Uh, oh, the vents. The vents. Oh. Yeah, nice. so that, that that basically that whole thing is it's got a you put the the models are right in there and yeah. you spray into there and it's got a it hose just sucks that goes the air out to the outside right? to the outside yeah. window. Yeah, so so now you have no excuse. I can start working you with better. my airbrush in here. All right, I'm so excited. I want to see some progress. You will, and you know what? I'm actually gonna one of the uh, places I I can really work on it is with this stuff too. Yeah, with the exactly. Train bits. Exactly. A nice quick going over yeah. and doing quick highlights and things. So nice. All right, that's that's episode 127, folks. Um, I'll be back with episode 128. Who's, who are you going to have uh, co-hosting with you? I'm not certain. Um, I think I might have Greg, Dan. Okay. Uh, it depends because I want to cover the Age of Sigmar, the uh, fluff. Mm. I want to talk about the, um, the the first book that came out and maybe the short novella, The uh, Gates of Azir. Right. Um, and he's, he's really into the fluff with it too, so... Well, there's a lot to cover, you know. So it's a it's a brand new world. So yeah. Well, I mean, heck, two books already. And hey, thanks to Games Workshop because they did send me the second book. Oh, nice. So, I mean, for a company that's really reaching out to people who are, you know, and that, you know, I know people are saying, oh, of course you love it. They're sending you free stuff. Hey, I was going to spend the money on the right, book. Regardless, they sent me right. the book. So I was like, oh, great. Now I don't have to buy the book. So I went out and bought. Models. It's right. like, I mean, actually, I didn't buy models. I bought. Um, I have the other two pieces. I haven't built the other two pieces of terrain that came out. The wall ah, with the right. big s- ball on it and okay, stuff. Right. I I picked those up instead. So it's like I'm still. You're still st- investing in the company, right? So. Hey, you know what? Honestly, if they come out with a book a month, that's pretty much my hobby money. Right. If they're nice enough to send me the book, I'm still going to spend that hobby money. I'm going to buy the toys to use the book. So I I, I do like that they are reaching out to the the, the unofficial media. And, right. and, you know, leveraging them. Well, dude, I mean, I was really excited, you know, I mean, because I love the fluff. So, I mean, you couldn't do anything better than send me a book. Right. right. Like, I'm just like, yay, yeah. book, you know. And now you get to cover it and, yeah. and share it with the audience. And, yeah, so. Yeah. It's and a win-win. Well, and it's, the books now at this point are, they're totally optional. Because like both of these books, they have the the models and the stats which you can get free online. Right, and then they just basically it's it's all fluff and really cool pictures, and then it's like a campaign. There's like seven or eight mm. scenarios. This is the uh, the stuff we did in the in the that that little book that comes with the box set. The first book, Age of Sigmar, it just expands on that. Okay, and then the quest for Galmaraz is the story. Like if you read the story, yeah, it's the scenarios that. For that story, ah, I so see. each book is a story, and these are the, so it's like little it's a campaigns. true narrative. It's yeah. a true narrative, and so you don't need any of it to play the game, right? So I know a lot of people who might not be buying it now. I'm going to cover it, and I'm covering it in true garage, garage hammer fashion. Yeah, yeah, staying true so, to the roots, right? Yep. Yeah, so very nice. it's going to be exciting. So, Chris, thanks for uh, coming in. Oh, and plus, you know what's funny? 
one last thing. Chris is here in the basement with me tonight, folks. Right. Which we haven't recorded a show face to face in like nine months. It's I been think. a while. Yeah. I mean, it's been like nine months, and it was so funny because uh, I know Relian was going to come on. He's like, "Well, you know, is it cool if we Skype? Because I know you like to be in the same room because you like to be." I'm like, "You know, Chris, you has not been in the same room." <laughs> He's like, "You're kidding." I'm like, "Oh, no. he didn't pick that pick up on that." No, huh. Dude, most people I've been talking to about this had no idea. That you weren't here, that we've oh, been skyping. I'm like, yes. So we didn't really miss a beat then. In keeping that respect. the yeah, keeping right. the 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 sound quality there. Yeah, was, yeah. Was well, like, you've wow. done a great job with that. No. <laughs> Remember, I was driving you nuts. I think we spent four hours. No, one I was night. fine with doing it. We 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 yeah. we used the the three or four different machines. Yeah. The tablet, the different laptop, types of the mics, thing, yeah. different headphones and mics. It's like, okay, this is as close as I can get it. Right. Just to get it right. I mean, we owe it to the audience. Yeah. Right? Well, and I was the, freaking out those first two episodes. I'm like, I can tell. You're like, I can't tell. I'm like, I can, it's like a two percent difference. Right, right. And you're like, oh, for goodness sake. I'm like, okay. So yeah. Folks, thank you so much for listening. Um, and like I said, we'll be back with some. Uh, we'll be back with the Age of Sigmar, big thick book, talking fluff, and all that in a couple of weeks. Absolutely, Garage Hammer rolls on. Yes, it does. Take care, guys. Bye. You've been listening to Garage Hammer. If you like the show, we invite you to join the Garage Hammer community by joining our forums at garagehammer.net/forum or our Facebook page, Garage Hammer Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter. Follow David at Garage Hammer. Follow Chris at Topher Chris U. If you'd like to contact us, you can reach David through David at GarageHammer.net. You can reach me, that's Chris, through Chris U at GarageHammer.net. And you can reach both of us through GarageHammer at Live.com. If you want to help support GarageHammer, check the support page or the show store on our website, or leave us a positive review on iTunes. Until next time, thanks for listening.